Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What is up? Monday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. For about half of you that are listening on radios, you got us for 15 minutes, and then we're going to send you to Coral Gables, where David Kellum and Brad Henderson will have Ole Miss and Arizona in the regional final of the Coral Gables Regional. Ole Miss sitting at 2-0. and Arizona has one loss, so one win for the Rebels, and they are headed to a Super Regional. A loss for the Rebels in Game 1, and uh, tension gets really, really high tonight in South Florida as uh, the Rebels would have another opportunity against Arizona. So the winner of the Coral Gables Regional will meet, we don't know, the winner of the game that is just beginning in Hattiesburg, and that is between LSU and Southern Mississippi We have gotten to a winner-take-all Game 7 in the Hattiesburg Regional. I don't know how much baseball you've been watching today. I've I've had it on multiple televisions. I've got a handful of games. There are 11 Super Regional spots, 11 that are up for grabs on this Monday. And I've been watching a bunch of different environments. And, oh, a good start for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. You're ahead of me. A solo home run in the first at bat of the game. The Golden Eagles said, we want to play some more baseball. How are you ahead of the live stats? That's that's usually ahead of everything. I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. We are coming to you from the Pearl River. like five seconds on me. It's going to ruin the entire show. My bad. (laughs) Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at Pearl River Resort or go to Dancing Rabbit Golf and uh, book your tee time or plan your trip today. So Southern Miss jumps out to a 1-0 lead. The Golden Eagles are the visiting team. They are wearing white pinstripe uniforms, so it's going to be confusing all day long. LSU is in its uh, in its gold jerseys. LSU running Mikhail Hilliard back out. He was the starter in game one. That did not go particularly well against Kennesaw State. And Southern Miss is rolling uh, Tanner Hall back out again. And they are hoping for a repeat performance for him because he was outstanding against Army on Friday. Boys, what a weekend it was if you are if one if you're a college baseball fan, it was great. Two, if you are a fan of drama in sports, it was great because everywhere you looked there was drama this weekend. 
No doubt. And especially, I think college baseball especially needs people like me to be interested because it's my job. I love Mississippi college baseball. I don't watch it outside of this state. I really don't. If if Ole Miss and State and Southern Miss are not playing, I'm probably, not probably, I'm not watching. But this weekend it grabbed me. And there was, it had an NCAA tournament basketball feel to it a little bit. Baseball's a different story. It's not do or die or anything like that. But, I mean, especially Saturday night, there was so much going on at the same time. And it's just... It grabbed me, and college baseball doesn't grab me. Grab me, and this weekend, I was in. I, I like, I enjoyed it, and the the atmospheres were good, and the energy was there. That that was baseball, unlike you see in ninety nine percent of the sport. Energy, passion. I mean, do or die. All that stuff combined into dozens of games around the country. I was in, and I am never in. And I was in this weekend. Yeah, and that's what playoff baseball is like at any level. I mean, it's it's hard to get into MLB regular season, right? But once the playoffs start, you know, you get locked in, and, and every out becomes like a full game almost at times. And college baseball is that that same way. And, and you got it's a little bit more electric for sure, you know, because you've got these home atmospheres and you've got everything else going on. So yeah. Good stuff this weekend. The uh, the Stillwater Regional stands out to me. Ooh. Obviously, just because I it's like they stepped into a time machine. There was it nineteen ninety eight. Somebody get Brandon Larson on the phone. He's needed. Well, and and so the Arkansas Oklahoma State game on Saturday night was absolutely insane. Jalen Battles hit one of the longest home runs in a high leverage situation I've ever seen. It was a grand slam. Arkansas comes from behind. They end up blowing out Oklahoma State on Saturday night. Then Oklahoma State has to turn around and play Sunday morning in an elimination game, and their alarm clocks didn't go off. Like They are getting absolutely punched in the face, and then they wake up and end up hanging 21 on the board, and they turn around and they have a big night offensively again last night against Arkansas in a game that goes to extra innings, and it was incredible. As you looked around the country, okay, you know when Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and LSU are not hosting, crowds are going to be down, right? You're not going to have those five-digit crowds where you're 10,000 you know, 10, plus. But the crowds have been really good. Auburn has sold out every single game that it's played in. They've just kind of – they had another delay today in Auburn um, – Things got a little weird for a minute, but they're now leading 11-4. to They're a win away against UCLA in a game that's a continuation of last night. They've had great crowds this weekend. Speaking of delays, by the way, just announced Ole Miss and Arizona delayed again. Again? Again. So that like first four minutes from first pitch. That first pitch at 320 is not a first pitch at all. Uh, I'm looking at the hourly right now. It looks like it's one of those just southern storms that just kind of just grows in place. Uh, and the issue that they're running into now, let's pretend for a second that Ole Miss uh, finds a way to lose today. Tomorrow there's scattered thunderstorms and all that crap all day tomorrow as well. This is, I mean, I expect them to, to get a game in today, but if it's just one, tomorrow is going to get weird too. 
Let's not even talk about tomorrow. Uh, good, good, call. good call. Let's figure out going to play good baseball call. today. Um, wow. They'll get a game. I mean, if the hourly and the radar and stuff is accurate, they're going to play a game today at least. Yeah, from 4.30 Eastern to like 9 tonight, it looks pretty good. So there, there's you a window for one game in South Florida, and maybe for Ole Miss that will uh, that'll be enough. We'll uh, we'll see. Um, Southern Miss is out to a one nothing lead. They've got a runner on first with two outs in a winner take all. Winner goes to the Super Regional uh, against LSU in Hattiesburg. Peto hit the uh, the home run leadoff man in the top of the first inning. Just absolutely incredible way to start that ball game. So. They filled it up at Austin. I mean, people love to make fun of Texas, and deservedly so sometimes. That was the biggest crowd of the weekend anywhere. You know, they put about 8,000 in Dishfalk Stadium. Blacksburg looked pretty good. Chapel Hill was just kind of okay. That's a beautiful ballpark. They just don't really care that much about baseball. Looks like they do in College Park, Maryland. Now, the facility is a disaster, but they filled it up and been rowdy in College Park. And uh, you've got Maryland and UConn playing a deciding Game 7 tonight. Guys, Colt or not, College Station's got it going on for college baseball where they fill that place up in a tournament, especially when TCU is the opponent. With the bubble machines and the chants and everything that goes with it. That's a place that looks so cool on television. Yeah, it does. Uh, speaking of Austin, did you see what Texas fans did after uh, the regional ended? So uh, yeah. that, it was going to be one of my winners, it, but who knows if we'll be able to get to that with all going on. Uh, in case you guys didn't see it, uh, Air Force actually advanced to the regional final mm-hmm. uh, in Austin, and they have, what was it, seven? Seven or nine graduated lieutenants on their baseball team. It's either seven or nine. It's a good bit of, of already active, like second lieutenants on their baseball team. But after Texas eliminated Air Force, the entire stadium stood up and was, one, they were applauding and then broke out a USA, USA, USA chant uh, to send off Air Force in their regional. That was, was really cool. It was really, really cool. While the handshake line was going on between Texas and Air Force, and Air Force was wearing their blue digital camo jerseys that they had worn, that Texas crowd went into the USA chant, and they didn't quit. I mean, it just kept going and going and going, kind of for the the entirety of that handshake line. I I mean, I just had chill bumps on my legs, Borky, with you talking about it uh, a second time. I mean, it was absolutely a uh, an incredible scene. Coral Gables was okay when Miami was playing. Um, not not big crowds. There were, what, 3,000 or so for the early game between Ole Miss and Miami yesterday. Corvallis looks good when Oregon State plays. I mean, Florida baseball fans should not be allowed to have a good baseball program. They got, hey, Dad, they've got a, a $60 million brand-new stadium, a team that won a mm. national championship in 2017, and there are like 12 people yeah. there for uh, for an elimination game today. Come on, Florida. They didn't they didn't get the notice, I guess. Hey, yeah, yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi, you're going to be with us for a little while longer if you're expecting Ole Miss baseball because they are in a delay. We will dissect the Coral Gables Regional. We'll talk about all that's happened all over the country, plenty to get to. This is Sports Talk Mississippi with you and the Pearl River Resort Studios.
Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A passenger who landed a plane safely after a pilot got sick makes today's Dean's List. The incredible moment happened at the Palm Beach International Airport with the help of air traffic controllers. The Cessna caravan passenger was heard saying, my pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. A dispatcher responded by asking the passenger his position to which he said, I have no idea, but I can see the coast of Florida in front of me. Air traffic control told the passenger to quote, maintain wing level and just try to follow the coast either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. Controllers helped the plane descend and finally located it about 25 miles north of Palm Beach in Boca Raton. The man was then coached to the ground in what was reported to be a safe and steady landing. We're glad everyone is okay. To the passenger and those that helped him land the plane, great work. Janice Dean, Fox News. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Securing America. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the relationship with our ally across the pond is strong and even more vital after Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Now, Russia's invasion has entered a different phase that is no less dangerous. But we will continue to work together with unity and resolve to rush Ukraine what it needs to defend itself. Austin meeting with his British counterpart at the Pentagon praised the UK for stepping up to help Ukraine. Please accept my sincere thanks for what you and your country continue to do to help Ukraine defend its freedom and its citizens. UK Secretary of State for Defense Ben Wallace in turn thanked Washington for backing up words with action. The United States demonstrate that by their deeds they stand by their allies. The U.S. sending more than $14 billion in military and other assistance to Ukraine since the war began more than two months ago. Lawmakers approving those funds in swift bipartisan fashion. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. The Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi at supertalk.fm. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so Squeeze Play currently has the quintuple box going. Told you 11 super regional spots up for grabs today. They've got Southern Miss LSU, Vanderbilt, Oregon State, UCLA, Auburn, Michigan, Louisville, and Coastal Carolina against East Carolina all on at the same time. Now, East Carolina is routing Coastal Carolina. They're up 13-2 to in the top of the eighth inning. 
If they win, East Carolina will host Texas next weekend. So correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe I, I remember the stat correctly. Uh, East Carolina has won before Cliff Godwin got there, had won three regionals in the history of the program. If they win today, it will be Cliff Godwin's fourth. Yes. Now that's pretty significant. It, it's absolutely, absolutely so. So it would be the fourth super regional for Cliff Godwin and his return to his alma mater, but. Everybody says that uh, East Carolina is 0-4 opportunities to get to the College World Series. Very Keep effective. knocking on the door, you're going to get there eventually. True, you are. But what is it, like six runs in their Super Regional games scored as well in his time? They've largely been uncompetitive, but the fact that he's doubled up, soon to be doubled up plus one, that program's entire Super Regional appearances... And the atmosphere is great there, by the way. I was going to say, I don't know that there has been a louder Super Regional environment than there. I mean, they are absolutely locked in on every single pitch. That would be a hornet's nest for Texas if they were to go into Greenville. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Texas couldn't win. You know, pitching can quiet crowds, all those things. But, uh, hey, Dad, you, you probably didn't get to take in a whole lot of college baseball this weekend, did you? I did not. I did not. I kept up as best I could on Twitter. I watched a lot of highlights, but uh, did not sit down and watch a lot of games, obviously. Well, I, I I would normally give you a hard time for that. I'd be like, come on, man, don't don't be a sore sport. It, it's, it's worth watching. It's fun. But I think you have a valid excuse with a uh, little road trip to Birmingham. I'll ask yeah. you about Garth Brooks later, but I am curious about that stadium where UAB now plays their home games. Nice? Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Uh, people there. First off, you know, I've been to stadiums and dealing with concession people usually not great. Mm-hmm. Nice people at, at Protect the Stadium, but the stadium itself is nice. Uh, you know, obviously it's different watching a concert, but even where I was sitting, which was in their upper deck, which is not any higher than sitting, you know, way up on the first deck. It's at Davis Wade or or uh, at, at Vaught Hemingway. Good view of the field. Sound system is awesome. They got the, the big scoreboard. I, I stick to what I've said that if the Liberty Bowl doesn't start getting things together, I won't be surprised to see Birmingham and Memphis swap swap spots on the bowl tiers. Yeah, which Memphis not too long ago announced a pretty aggressive expansion plan and upgrade for uh, they for did what was former used they to did but Simmons. The Bank other issue is stadium. Yeah. I think the other issue though is that. Birmingham, that stadium is, is just in a great area of town. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool restaurants and bars nearby. Where did you hit up Top Golf? Have that. I did not hit up. You Top take Golf. a few no, swings. No, <laughs> no, thank. You. They they got a rule. If you're over three fifty, they don't want you there. So try to well, try LSU to has answered the in the bottom of the first inning, and they've scored a couple of runs. Two to one now. LSU leading it over Southern Miss. Trey Morgan just got a single out into center field to drive in a couple of runs, and LSU has runners at the corners with one down. It's just a very good baseball player, Trey mm-hmm. Morgan. Just, I mean, tell me if I'm crazy. He just does everything well. He's really, really good defensively at first base, and he has become yeah. a pretty good hitter as well. Let's those, talk for a second. Are those runs unearned? 
Uh, there was an error that was mixed in. Let's we'll see how the rest of the inning um, pans out before that. Let's see here. Southern Miss. Three hits, two earned two runs, runs so far. So, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about the uh, the decisions today for LSU and Southern Miss. Both going with their game one starters. Um, Southern Miss, you're, you're putting your best out there, Tanner Hall. But you're asking him to do something that he, he has not done all season long. Now, we, we're, we're seeing it all over the country today for teams that are in a, a must-win scenario going back to the ace on their staff. Good grief, we saw Dave Van Horn go to Connor Nolan last night. That did not work out well when he, uh, when he went to Connor Nolan, who was his game one starter in the ninth inning against Oklahoma State. It just didn't go well at all. Was there any other choice in your mind for Scott Berry and for LSU? Scott Berry, Southern Miss and LSU to go with game one starters in round two. With LSU, it's a little different because Hilliard only threw 55 pitches on Friday, you know, because they got, they got, they fell behind really early in that game to Kennesaw State and looked like they were in trouble. And then they remembered they were LSU and that's what they're supposed to do. A little different with, with Tanner Hall. Now, I know it's his bullpen day, but he threw 109, I think, is what he threw on Friday. So my guess is you knew you weren't bringing him in, you know, to, to try to get you through five or six innings. You were treating him kind of like an opener. Um, so an interesting, interesting decision there. Uh, I, my, my personal thought would have been I would like to hold on to Tanner Hall until I need him. So could I, you know, get a lead and get into the seventh or eighth inning and then bring Tanner Hall in? I know that sometimes it doesn't work out that way because you're talking about, you know, it's closers. It's different being a starter and being a closer, but that's when I would have liked to have had the, the, the best arm available. Well, and, and it may have been the best arm available. Right, I mean, going into today, in that you know Waldrop is pitched and and Riggins is pitched, and I'm sorry, yeah, um, three to one now LSU. They just got a bunt single to score a third run. They've got first and second with one out. All right, so let's spin it forward just for a second. Ole Miss has got to play Arizona. Time's been pushed back again. We don't know when it's going to start. Tarp is back on the field in uh, in Coral Gables. Ole Miss has to win one time against Arizona. Arizona's got to beat Ole Miss twice. Let's assume for this conversation that Ole Miss gets it done, either in the first game or the second game, but they get it done and they advance to a Super Regional. The Coral Gables Regional is paired with the Hattiesburg Regional. If you are an Ole Miss baseball fan, I guess I could say if you're Mike Bianco, but let's just go with if you're an Ole Miss fan. Would you rather go to Baton Rouge or would you rather go to Hattiesburg? What do you think, guys? That's such a good question. Uh, is the answer more about team than location? Because now it's going to be rocking in both places. LSU will have quite literally two times the amount of people, mm-hmm. which does have an impact for sure. But would you rather, because you're struggling a little bit at the plate. I mean, you, you couldn't score runs in your one game in Hoover. Uh, you lost the series to Texas A&M late, although that was a more of a pitching issue. Either way, if not for Peyton Chatagnier, you're really struggling to score runs right now. Wouldn't you rather face LSU's pitching as opposed to Southern Misses? <sighs> yes. I mean, there's no question Southern Miss has a better pitching staff than LSU does. But given the fact that Tanner Hall is throwing on Monday, 
Do you think Southern Miss would turn around and throw him again in game one on Friday or Saturday? LSU just got Trey Morgan picked off at second base after an infield fly, so we are through an inning. It is LSU three, Southern Miss one. They got the uh, Southern Miss got the, the solo home run from Peto to uh, start the ball game to go up one nothing. LSU answers with three in the bottom of the first inning. Borky, I, I, I'm going to disagree, I think, with your sentiment just to, uh, just for a second about venue not making a difference. Yes, Alec Box Stadium, twice as many people. There'll be 11,000 people there, whereas there'll be 5,500 in Hattiesburg. I think Hattiesburg will be a more difficult environment than Baton Rouge. Am I crazy for thinking? I mean, I think it will be vitriolic, like on, on, the, on the, the verge of violent in Hattiesburg if Southern Miss is hosting Ole Miss with a chance to go to the College World Series. And I don't I mean, mean violent in a bad way. I just mean like just... No, violence a compliment, unless you're talking about Tennessee football with crowds. They were literally violent, like enacted violence towards the people on the field. Different, different thing. Yeah. Let's hear from you, right? Let's hear from you. What would you prefer? If you're an Ole Miss fan, C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. If you go to Baton Rouge, you know it's a huge crowd, but you played in front of big crowds already once in Baton Rouge, and you swept them. And the final game of the series was not particularly close. In fact, Ole Miss dominated that series in Baton Rouge earlier this year. Ole Miss and Southern Miss have played twice, once in Pearl. Southern Miss kind of dominated that game. And then once in Hattiesburg, and Ole Miss played really, really well and shut Southern Miss down on that night. So which would you prefer? We'll talk about that when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso. Gun control group, every town for gun safety. Out with a new report this week on guns stolen from cars. They're finding a gun is stolen from a car every 15 minutes in America. It's now the most common source of stolen guns using data from cities that report thefts to the FBI. Every town says cars parked at residences is the most common type of stolen gun. With top five cities for car gun thefts, Memphis and Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbia and North Charleston, South Carolina, and Warner Robins, Georgia. A problem on the rise in several parts of the country. More and more Glock switches are being found. It's a little device that turns a semi-automatic Glock pistol into a fully automatic. An ATF special agent telling Fox News Nashville that he's fired all sorts of fully automatic weapons, but a handgun with a Glock switch was the most difficult to control. And those are your bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso. 
Fox News. Welcome to summertime in Mississippi. It's hot out here. It's so hot out there. As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk all summer long. Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A grocery store worker that paid for a grandmother's groceries makes today's Dean's List. Maria Balboa is a college student who works as a bagger at HEB in Corpus Christi, Texas. She was helping a woman who had two little boys with her. But when it was time to pay, the woman only had $19 on her card and couldn't afford the rest. Maria says the woman was going to put back the groceries she couldn't pay for, but Maria decided to pay the bill for her. Maria says paying the bill was a little steep for a college student, but she knew she would get it back on payday and didn't know if her customer ever would. On her next shift, the manager called Maria into the office to tell her what a wonderful thing she did. The woman had written a note saying she was taking care of her grandchildren on her own to keep them out of foster care. She was so grateful for Maria's kindness and she wanted the store manager to know. The store reimbursed her and Maria received other gifts for being such a wonderful employee. Maria, thank you for your incredibly good deed. Your story is inspiring. Janice Dean, Fox News. Fox News. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. tomorrow as voters choose their congressional nominees leading into the November general election. Voters are required to show photo ID, but if you don't have that, you'll be entitled to cast an affidavit ballot. Secretary of State Michael Watson explained why you're prohibited from taking pictures of your marked ballot. I think, you know, led up to this is, is folks that may have been, uh, look, I'm going to give you $10 if you go in there and take a picture of your ballot and you vote for my buddy. It's making sure that we don't allow or encourage or, uh, you know, help folks with the process of getting paid to go vote or getting bribed or coerced somehow. There are contested GOP races in each of Mississippi's four districts. The third district is the only one where the Democrat is unopposed. And Hattiesburg police are searching for a suspect tied to a shooting Sunday afternoon. Michael Davis is wanted on a domestic violence aggravated assault warrant. There were no injuries, but one of Davis's shots struck a vehicle. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. 
accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight, all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I got two games going on different screens right now, and you got replays in both of them. They are reviewing a double play in Hattiesburg that was called out, I think, on the field. And Michigan Louisville. Louisville led seven to one or seven to two in this game. Michigan now has a nine seven lead. Kid for Louisville thought that he had there's no reason to have replay in college baseball anymore. There, there's no... Oh, okay, let me explain to you what happened. Louisville had a kid that thought he hit a home run. Monster bat flip. Ball hit the top of the wall. It was fielded by the left fielder for Michigan. He throws it into the shortstop. Relay throw goes to second base. Tag. Guys, video evidence. Like, clear video evidence. The finger of the Louisville player sliding into second gets bent back as he is tagged before he goes into the base. They called him safe on the field. Clearly, he's out. Like, there's not a debate. He's out. The tag happened before he touched the base. They just called him safe on the review. But what do we do? I mean, it happened in Hattiesburg this weekend. Yeah, two phantom hit-by-pitches that should not have been. Scored the game-tying and winning run. Now, Southern Miss had a 6-2 lead going into the bottom of the ninth, so you can't blame umpiring at that point, but still. I, I, to me, it's just, what in the world? What What is the point of having replay if you have clear video evidence to change the call on the field and you don't do it? And conversely, if there is a call that's made on the field and it takes you two or three minutes to decide whether or not it was the right call or not, then you don't have indisputable video evidence, which happened in the Ole Miss-Miami game, right? I think it was Ole Miss-Miami. Yeah. It's called, uh, there was a, a safe call on the field, or an, I think it was an out call on the field. And it was banged back. Like, I have no idea if the guy was out or safe, but then they changed the call when you clearly did not have evidence to support changing the call that was made on the field. I I, I don't get it. Like, the video review department in every sport makes no sense to me. That That's why, and it's slightly controversial, I think that all reviews should be done in real time. Like, you no slow-mo, frame-by-frame. It should be done in real time. And once you get every camera angle available to you, you got 60 seconds to make the call. Mm. Sometimes, you know, technology makes you only give one angle, but the other one's better. Once the, the replay review person has every angle available, they got 60 seconds, you make the decision, and if you can't make the decision in that time, call stands, you move on and play. All every right. sport, do it that way. Next guy for Louisville gets a base hit, drives in two runs. Should have been the third out of the inning. And Michigan should have had a 9-7 lead going to the ninth. Instead, blown call on the field. Next hitter ties it up 9-9 Louisville and Michigan in a winner-take-all game seven in the uh, in the Louisville Regional. 
It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And you got Southern Miss and LSU headed to the bottom of the second inning. LSU is the home team, and they lead it 3-1. to one. Southern Miss got the lo- solo home run to start the game from Peyto, and uh, LSU answered with three in the bottom of the first inning. Southern Miss can't get anything in the top of the second, and LSU now coming to the plate in the bottom of the second inning. Oh, I, I see that what you're talking about now. He's out, man. I, he's, you you, he's you just can't out. miss that call. The the club the the glove comes across the top of the bag and it bends the fingers back the left finger going into the back he is tagged before he makes contact with the base and they called him safe. But I mean just a uh, a, a miscarriage of justice in Michigan Louisville. All right, ask the question before the break. You're making some assumptions. By the way, for those of you that are telling me you're getting the cart before the horse, just stop it. We said it's a hypothetical. We are making the assumption that Ole Miss wins a game today against Arizona. They may not. And if they don't, all this is moot and it doesn't matter. But assuming that Ole Miss wins one of two games today against Arizona, if you are an Ole Miss baseball fan, would you prefer to play Southern Miss in Hattiesburg or play LSU in Baton Rouge? Here are some of your responses on the ceasefire text line. This may not be the best take, but I would prefer to go to Hattiesburg to just keep it in the state of Mississippi. The Rebels have already proved that they can beat either team, so let the state of Mississippi shine. Okay. If LSU and Ole Miss both win, would they go to Oxford since they knocked off a higher seed in Miami? No, they would not. And there's a home run, and Louisville just took a 10-9 lead. That's that's Haydad's dream right there. Umpires directly impacting the outcome of a game. That that's just. Oh, so that's a two-run home well, run. It's now eleven to nine, Louisville yeah. with the lead over Michigan. Wow. They they'll have to come out and answer. Oh wait, no, they don't. They can just go to their go to their car and drive home and cash Get their paid. checks, and nobody cares. Yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, seriously, put yourself in Michigan's shoes right now. The, I mean, Richard, the, I, I, your explanation was good. Don't get me wrong. You've got to see it, though, to really realize how bad it was. You're not kidding. The glove knocks his fingers backwards. Like, like he didn't almost t- jam fingers and yeah. bends them back so far as they're going into the back. There is no way you can watch that and determine anything other than out. None. All right. Um... No, Ole Miss would not host in Oxford because LSU is a two-seed. If they win in Hattiesburg, would be the higher-seeded team in the regional, and so they would host in the next round. It's it's not ironclad from the NCAA, but it is kind of suggested that that's how it would be determined in the rule book, and I mean, it's, they're just not hosting in Oxford. Uh, the Rebels are going to be playing in Louisiana. Okay. Somebody says Southern Miss for sure because no way does Ole Miss beat LSU five out of six games in one year. That's, that's sort of along my line of thinking of you. Nobody, you don't ever want to play LSU in the postseason. You, you just don't. Stony Brook that, would like a word. Gonna, Stony Brook is the outlier to this discussion. They, the LSU in the postseason, I would be worried. I don't Let, know. Sorry. I was going to say, let me point you to 2005. Let's get back in the uh, in the, the Wayback Machine. Ole Miss 
swept Arkansas in Fayetteville in the final weekend of the regular season. And Arkansas was playing in the Austin Regional. It was hosted by Texas. And Texas had to beat Arkansas twice to get to a Super Regional. They were able to do that. But I remember a lot of debate at the time of, well, do you really want to play a team that you swept just two weeks ago or three weeks ago again? And the thought was, I mean, yeah, you you just swept them. You feel really good about your game plan against them, so sure. There are a lot of people who are like, no, you'd, you'd rather play Texas. Well, turns out, Texas was really good, and they won two of three in Oxford, and they went on to win a national championship. I'm not saying that's apples to apples, but it is kind of a different way of looking at that. LSU is a good baseball team. They're not a great baseball team. They're, they're really good offensively, and they're more healthy than they were when Ole Miss went to Baton Rouge about a month and a half ago, or a month ago. Jacob Berry's back. Cade Doty's back. Dugas is he's pinch hitting a little bit, or, or hitting a little bit, but not on the regular. So they are more complete offensively than they were when Ole Miss was in Baton Rouge a few weeks ago. Mike in Oxford says Ole Miss would be able to get more fans in Alec Box. That's true. Just like a, just from a numbers standpoint. I mean, if you've only got 5,000 total, 5,500 total at Pete Taylor Park, you know, there are 1,000 Ole Miss fans there, 500 Ole Miss fans, whatever the number is, then, you know, I mean, percentage, it may be the same. If you go to, if you go to Alec Box and, you know, you got 11,000 seats available, you probably get, what, 1,500, 2,000 Ole Miss fans that, that make it to Baton Rouge for that? So I don't know. Uh, Somebody said, let's go to the Berg and get it on. Another one, Baton Rouge, drive to New Orleans for food. I didn't like your sign on that one. Good food options as well, though. You know how some people... stay in Baton Rouge and eat plenty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also an apples and oranges comparison. I don't know what this is like in baseball by the numbers, but you know how in the NFL, when teams play twice in the regular season and then the third meeting comes in the playoffs and... Everybody leading into that game as well. You know, it's really hard to beat a team three times in the same season. Numbers don't back that up at all. It's like 75% of the uh, game one and two winners wins game three. It's almost like when you beat somebody twice in a season, it's because you're better than them. And you hear that like in the SEC tournament in basketball. Well, you know, it's hard to beat a team three times. Well, you did the first two because you're better than them. Now, like you said, LSU not particularly healthy at the time, but Ole Miss has also changed since that series as well. You're getting contributions from the bottom of your lineup. Uh, you, you've got a couple of relievers that have, have come on and been really good. There's a reason Ole Miss won three games in Baton Rouge not too terribly long ago. So it's hard to beat a team five times in a season. Well, you won the first three for a reason. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk more college baseball with you. We've got winners and losers coming up. We'll get to the college football fix a little bit later on. We'll uh, we'll do some uh, 100 teams in 100 days and a whole lot more. This is Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Supertalk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 
supertalk.fl. Supertalk.fl. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fl. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fl. Coronavirus crisis. Multiple oversight officials estimate that fraudsters stole at least $100 billion in COVID relief loan funding aimed to help small businesses survive. Authorities have made hundreds of arrests. According to authorities, Richard Avazian and his wife, Marietta Terabellian, adopted fake identities and secured at least $18 million in Paycheck Protection Program loans. They are alleged to have used those loans to purchase gold coins, luxury watches, and multiple homes. Richard was sentenced in absentia to 17 years. His wife sentenced to six. Both are awaiting extradition. Fox News sat down with Michael Horowitz, the chair of the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. He's also the inspector general at the Department of Justice. I think people made a conscious decision. We're going to get the money out, and if there's fraud, you'll chase it later. And that's just not an acceptable model. The Department of Justice has multiple criminal investigations underway. That number is expected to grow. David Spunt, Fox News. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A passenger who landed a plane safely after a pilot got sick makes today's Dean's List. The incredible moment happened at the Palm Beach International Airport with the help of air traffic controllers. The Cessna caravan passenger was heard saying, my pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. A dispatcher responded by asking the passenger his position to which he said, I have no idea, but I can see the coast of Florida in front of me. Air traffic control told the passenger to quote, maintain wing level and just try to follow the coast either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. Controllers helped the plane descend and finally located it about 25 miles north of Palm Beach in Boca Raton. The man was then coached to the ground in what was reported to be a safe and steady landing. We're glad everyone is okay. To the passenger and those that helped him land the plane, great work. Janice Dean, Fox News. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Place of America's music. This is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. And in the game, Sports Talk Mississippi. 
Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Glad to be with you on this Monday afternoon, and what a Monday it is. 11 Super Regional spots up for grabs coming into today. One has been taken. Auburn finishes off UCLA in a game that started last night, was delayed, and then was picked up about 2 or 2.30. They even had a weather delay that pushed the start time of that one back. A little bit. But uh, Auburn advances to a, a Super Regional. East Carolina advances to a Super Regional. And because they were awarded a top eight seed, they will be playing at home. They will be at Clark LeClaire Stadium next week with the University of Texas coming to Greenville, North Carolina. And that will be a scene. As uh, they set a single-game attendance record earlier in the, uh, the regional, it is loud and it is rowdy at Clark LeClaire Stadium. So that'll be a, a fun one next weekend. you got games going on all over the place right now. The one game that you don't have going on that is of uh, a lot of local interest is uh, Ole Miss and Arizona. Ole Miss is 2-0 and in the Coral Gables Regional. If they win Game 1 or Game 2 today, they will advance to a, uh, to a Super Regional. So Auburn beats UCLA. And let's see here. That game was suspended last night. Um, East Carolina 13 to 4 over Coastal Carolina. Florida leading 2 to 1 over Oklahoma in the top of the 7th inning. They are in a delay or they were in a delay. They may have gotten started again in Gainesville. Out in Corvallis, Oregon State leading Vanderbilt 1 nothing. Louisville has an 11-9 lead over Michigan. Michigan got absolutely screwed. I understand why the call was made on the field safe because of the angle the umpire had, but replay clearly showed there should have been an out. Next batter drove in two runs, and then you get a two-run home run. Instead of being down 9-7 to in the ninth, Louisville leads 11-9 to with two outs in the top of the ninth inning. Michigan has a runner on third, and ball game. Louisville advances to a super regional. Now, we, we never know, right? They, Louisville might have come back and scored a couple of runs, or even three runs in the ninth inning. But Michigan had that game stolen by the NCAA Replay Control Center. And as a result, Louisville will play in a Super Regional next weekend. That's a tough way to go, guys. Tough way to go. Michigan season comes to an end. And they're about to have an in-state quarterback commit to not Michigan, probably Notre Dame, a blue-chip quarterback. So uh, Wolverine's down bad it's, today. Who, I believe that's Lloyd Carr's grandson. So Is it really? Former head oh. coach. Oh. It's C.J. Carr. That's his name. Notre Dame. Right? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> and oh, by the way, they're about we to lose get their our, coach as well. We, we get that. We can get Arch Manning to Mississippi State. We'll just screw up the whole college football world. Let's do it. We'll prove we're in a simulation. Yeah, I think they're yeah, also would. about to lose Eric Backage to uh, to Clemson. Wow, be a good hire for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Southern Miss and LSU. That is three to one in the bottom of the third inning. Coming up later today, we got a first Miss, pitch time now. By the way, what what is the new time? Four twenty. Took up boys. Central. Four twenty <laughs> Central. Four twenty. Yeah, you've oh, been watching uh, Stranger Things, by the way. Have you finished season mm-hmm. four? 
No, I've never done Stranger Things. Oh, it's excellent. Well, there's a uh, a stoner in this new season. One of the <laughs> one of the friends, and he drives he, a pizza delivery van. And every time they're in this van, which is frequently, there's a song that says "Pass the Dutchie upon the left hand side" just over and over and over and over and over again with the reggae background. It's apparently a popular reggae song from the '80s. Um, yes, it was. All weekend. Just that line has been stuck in my head. It's been in my sleep. It's been in my head during church, which is an interesting place to have that song stuck in your head. I can't stop hearing <laughs> past the Dutchie upon the left-hand side, and I've been saying it all weekend. I can't get it out of my head. Well, all because of a, a kid's show. Well, that's the... Uh... So, if I have to put the headphones on you to get you out of the uh, the upside down, I know what song to go to now. Yes, because I can't stop it. Uh, Southern Miss has made a pitching change. Tanner Hall, the starter, goes two innings. He walked the leadoff man in the bottom of the third inning. And Golden Eagles go to the bullpen. Chandler Best is now in the game. Uh, so Tanner Hall, two innings, four hits, three runs, two earned, one mm-hmm. walk, and one strikeout. Double play turned by Southern Miss to erase the base runner. So a good start for Chandler Best. Gets a couple of outs on a uh, on a ground ball in a three to one game. Games that are coming up tonight. So we now think that Ole Miss and Arizona are going to start at four twenty Central Time. North Carolina VCU winner take all Arkansas Oklahoma State. That'll be a scene in Stillwater six o'clock winner take all. Same thing with uh, Maryland and UConn. That one's in College Park. And at 9 o'clock Central tonight, Texas State and Stanford, the winner, will advance to a Super Regional. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll take a timeout. 4 o'clock hour. Winners and losers when we come back. America's music. This is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. News. I'm Rich Dennison. As lawmakers continue to debate on gun reform legislation, the country saw several weekend mass shootings, including one in Philadelphia that police say involved several gunmen. Several people were injured and three people were killed. Overall, at least 69 people were shot and 17 killed over the weekend alone. Chattanooga, Tennessee, police there busy investigating their own mass shooting that left three people dead. And a few others were actually struck by cars fleeing the scene. Fox's Alexis McAdams. President Biden is hosting the Summit of the America in Los Angeles later this week, but Mexican President Andre Manuel López Obrador will not attend. He had raised objections to the exclusion of Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua from the summit, intended to bring together governments from North, Central, and South America, as well as the Caribbean. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. Securing America. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the relationship with our ally across the pond is strong and even more vital after Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Now, Russia's invasion has entered a different phase that is no less dangerous. But we will continue to work together with unity and resolve to 
Russia-Ukraine what it needs to defend itself. Austin meeting with his British counterpart at the Pentagon praised the UK for stepping up to help Ukraine. Please accept my sincere thanks for what you and your country continue to do to help Ukraine defend its freedom and its citizens. UK Secretary of State for Defense Ben Wallace in turn thanked Washington for backing up words with action. The United States demonstrate that by their deeds they stand by their allies. The U.S. sending more than $14 billion in military and other assistance to Ukraine since the war began more than two months ago. Lawmakers approving those funds in swift bipartisan fashion. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's called the Mississippi Miracle by people in education circles all over the country. And the reason for that is in a very short period of time, uh, less than 10 years, we've moved from the 50th best K-12 through system in America as defined by the, the results in a couple of different surveys to somewhere between the 32nd and 35th best K-12 through educational system in America. And Governor Tate Reeves believes the third grade reading test will go down in history as one of the most important pieces of legislation that's ever been passed. The kids that were being passed on from the third to the fourth grade in terms of social promotion just because the districts wanted to move those kids along, if you were having a hard time reading in the fourth and fifth and sixth grade, the likelihood that you could do your math and your science and your English homework in yeah. the seventh, eighth, and ninth grade were relatively low. The graduation rate is at an all-time high of 87%. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not that long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community. Because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Junior's Bar and Lounge in Yazoo City is shut down temporarily after a shooting Sunday. A suspect who'd been asked to leave after getting into an argument in the pool hall asked to use the bathroom as he was being escorted out. When he came out, he started shooting. One man was killed, and the suspect was also shot and died on his way to the hospital. And Tupelo's annual Elvis Festival is coming back this week for its 24th year to pay tribute to rock and roll legend Elvis Presley. Attendees can experience the five-day-long festivities across Presley's hometown starting Wednesday and ending Sunday. Neil McCoy of the Tupelo Convention and Visitors Bureau explained that Tupelo is where Elvis found his love for music. And his story starts right here in Tupelo. We tell people all yeah. the time, you don't start reading a book halfway through the book. You start at the beginning. And uh, this is Elvis's beginning, and this is kind of what formed him. The, the gospel influence happened right here in Tupelo, and we want to tell that story. To see the full schedule of the festival, log on to supertalk.fm. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Broken heart and 
Plus, Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hello, I'm Ashley Kaiser from Greensboro, Alabama. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Alabama Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Now LSU is making a pitching change. Leadoff single for Christopher Sargent in the top of the fourth for Southern Miss. Mikhail Hilliard's day is done, and LSU is headed to the bullpen. We'll tell you more about that coming up in just a minute. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, 4 o'clock hour. Gervais coming in for uh, for LSU. Long hair, tall, and lanky. That's who we're talking about with uh, with LSU. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, Monday afternoon in the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Time Out Lounge. Might be a spot you want to hang out next weekend. You know, super regional baseball, get in on some action, try and, uh, try and, try and beat the house and uh, see if you can have some fun with that. PearlRiverResort.com for information on all that is happening Golden Moon, and, uh, of course, the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. Monday, it's just after four o'clock. Let's do it. Some winners and losers. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. You know how it works. We've been doing this for a long time. It's really simple. What did you like from the weekend? What you liked goes in the winner's column. What did you not like from the weekend? That goes in the loser's column. Seems like a guy that probably should start this thing off was the hero for Ole Miss on Saturday night. Peyton Chatagnier drove in five of Ole Miss's seven runs. He had a two-run home run, and then he had a bases-clearing double, bases-loaded three-run double that uh, ultimately gave Ole Miss a 7-4 win over Arizona and kind of put them in a good position, right? They, they get the win against Arizona on Saturday. It sets up the matchup with Miami on Sunday. Ole Miss was able to uh, get a really good pitching, a gutsy pitching performance from uh, really from all three guys on uh, on Sunday against Miami in a 2-1 win. So Peyton Chatagnier, top of the winner's list for me on this Monday. Uh, hey, Dad, give me a winner. 
You know, I had some good ones last week. <laughs> this weekend, being out of the loop, I don't know really which way to want to go. But... Well, give me Garth Brooks then. No, I mean that was that was fun, but I mean we're talking about sports here. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with you on this one. Just, just Ole Miss baseball. Sort of, we sort of wrote them off when we were leaving Hoover on uh, on on Wednesday morning. I I thought for sure that they had no chance to make it into this tournament. Now all of a sudden, they're dangerous, right? I mean, we we knew that, and, and the same could be said for Arkansas and for for Vanderbilt. We knew these teams were talented. It was just a matter of if it was ever going to click for them. It's starting to click a little bit for Ole Miss. If they can get, you know, it was a diamond, I assume, is going for them today. But he's a guy who's capable of winning this game. And then you're going to get into a Super Regional, and it's just two out of three against a team that you swept and a team that you split with this year. Those are your options. There's there's a chance, and wouldn't that be the, the great escape, the great comeback for Mike Bianco, considering where we were two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Borky? I still did you go see it? Yet. Don't spoil it. Yes, did I go see it? Finally got to see Top Gun this Please weekend. Please don't spoil anything. Please. I won't spoil anything. I kind of went into it thinking, okay, it's got so much hype. I wonder if people are just like inflating it because they wanted it to be great. Oh, I couldn't have been more wrong. It's a perfect sequel. It, it, the perfect sequel. It was just filled with... They, they played the hits, right? They, they did the same stuff that worked in the last movie. Uh, the, the flying and fight scenes were way better, though. Uh, significant upgrade in the love interest as well. Jennifer Connelly's awesome. Um, it was the perfect sequel. Everything about it was great. From start to finish, Miles Teller was awesome. Tom Cruise was awesome. John Hamm was awesome. The, the mission that they had to fly was intense, and, and the flying scenes was intense. I saw it in IMAX, too, which made it even better. Everything about Top Gun was awesome. And for what it's worth, because I know this matters to some people, myself included, if you remember uh, three years ago or so, a trailer came out, and they had edited the bomber jacket from the first movie to remove the, tai- the flag of Taiwan because they had a Chinese investor. They decided, you know what, we don't need to appease China. Put that flag of Taiwan back on the bomber jacket, and now the movie's not being shown in China. So it was just an awesome movie. Everything about it was great. Perfect sequel. And for what it's worth, they decided a Hollywood production didn't alter themselves to bow down to Chinese money. All of it's awesome. You're going to love it. It lives up to the hype ten times over. Can't can't wait to see it. Still haven't yet. A little disappointed in myself, but uh, a few other things going on. G- gonna get there. Gonna make it to the theater. There's a date night at some point that's uh, that's coming along the way, and uh, and Jane and I will go see it. Um, I'm not sure that uh, we should. Uh... Kelly McGillis, come on now. No, no. In, in 1989. Yeah, it, no. Okay, that's fair. I mean, you already know Jennifer Connelly anyway, so yeah. you, you know what to expect there. It's just, it's way better. Far more believable, also. Fair enough. I, I'm going to go back to Ole Miss baseball, and I, I know we've kind of hit this hard, but I mean, this is topical right now. Let's talk about the pitching for a second, because Ole Miss pitching has got to be on the winner's list. 
So you think about the two starts that they've gotten. Dylan DeLucia, Ole Miss pitchers against Arizona struck out 20. Dylan DeLucia was really, really good. And then Josh Mallets was even better. And then they hand it to Brandon Johnson. And in the way that Brandon Johnson does things, he got a little hairy, and then he got out of a situation. And then you fast forward a day, and Hunter Elliott had nothing at the beginning of the game and said as much after the game. He's like, fastball had nothing on it. My slider, I couldn't feel it, couldn't find it, and the changeup was just floating. A 20-foot bunt single was the only ball put in play on Hunter Elliott in the top of the first inning yesterday against Miami. And yet you look up and Miami has the bases loaded with one out. And he gets back-to-back strikeouts. And they have two runners on in the second. And he gets out of the jam. And he just hangs around and gives you, what, five and a third? And then you get like two and a third, or maybe it's five and two-thirds. I don't know. I don't have the box score in front of me. Uh, Mason Nichols was really good, and then Brandon Johnson shut it down again. Ole Miss pitching, which would... Can you believe what we're saying based on where they were seven weeks ago? They couldn't couldn't settle on a rotation. And, had, and now their one-two punch is as dominant as any that's still playing baseball right now. And it felt like they had a bullpen option. Like just one. Brandon Johnson. And even, he, that was it. And even he struggled for a while there. Yeah. Mallets has been almost unhittable lately. Mason Nichols has been good. You still haven't used Jack Doherty this weekend, so he's fresh going into today. Drew McDaniel, and I mean, you do that with some trepidation, but you have seen capability for Drew McDaniel and a couple of really big wins this year for Ole Miss. So we'll see. And they are uh, allegedly about five minutes away from first pitch. By the way, when we go to break here in just a couple of minutes, we are going to send you to Coral Gables and the Ole Miss Sports Network from Learfield with David Kellum and Brad Henderson. Quick losers? Anybody? I mean, uh, video oh, replay. First, hold on, hold on. We would be remiss not to mention another winner, uh, Pearl River Community College. Oh, yeah. National champions. Thank you. Yes. Uh, 45. What, what a monster season for them. They go up to Oklahoma and, and grab uh, the school's first national title in baseball. Fantastic effort there. Yeah. And Borky, I think we're going to visit with Pearl River's coach coming up later this week. Yep, Wednesday, 3.30. Oh, cool. Nice. Beautiful. Looking, Southern uh, has the uh, bases loaded, and they've just scored a run. Southern has got the bases loaded, had bases loaded, nobody out. They just had a pass ball. So now it's 4-2 LSU, second and third, nobody out. The umpire almost got run over by the runner coming home because that ball went off the catcher's glove and just, like, KO'd the umpire. He just stood there stunned, and then he was like, oh, there's a runner coming to me, and he kind of backed out of the way. Here's an idea. Catch the ball. 4-2, to two, LSU leading it over Southern Miss, second and third, nobody out, top of the fourth inning in Hattiesburg. Vanderbilt has taken a 2-1 to one lead in Corvallis in the top of the fourth inning. You had a chance for eight SEC teams in Super Regionals. Don't know if it's going to fall that way or not, but that is a chance. There is a chance for that. All right, we're going to send you to Coral Gables on the other side of this break for Ole Miss Baseball, David Kellum and Brad Henderson on some of these Super Talk stations. The rest of you, we're going to keep on rolling. We'll get to some losers and some other stuff when we come back. Yeah! 
When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso, gun control group, every town for gun safety. Out with a new report this week on guns stolen from cars. They're finding a gun is stolen from a car every 15 minutes in America. It's now the most common source of stolen guns. Using data from cities that report thefts to the FBI, every town says cars parked at residences is the most common type of stolen gun. With top five cities for car gun thefts, Memphis and Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbia and North Charleston, South Carolina, and Warner Robins, Georgia. A problem on the rise in several parts of the country. More and more Glock switches are being found. It's a little device that turns a semi-automatic Glock pistol into a fully automatic. An ATF special agent telling Fox News Nashville that he's fired all sorts of fully automatic weapons. But a handgun with a Glock switch was the most difficult to control. And those are your bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A grocery store worker that paid for a grandmother's groceries makes today's Dean's List. Maria Balboa is a college student who works as a bagger at HEB in Corpus Christi, Texas. She was helping a woman who had two little boys with her. But when it was time to pay, the woman only had $19 on her card and couldn't afford the rest. Maria says the woman was going to put back the groceries she couldn't pay for, but Maria decided to pay the bill for her. Maria says paying the bill was a little steep for a college student, but she knew she would get it back on payday and didn't know if her customer ever would. On her next shift, the manager called Maria into the office to tell her what a wonderful thing she did. The woman had written a note saying she was taking care of her grandchildren on her own to keep them out of foster care. She was so grateful for Maria's kindness and she wanted the store manager to know. The store reimbursed her and Maria received other gifts for being such a wonderful employee. Maria, thank you for your incredibly good deed. Your story is inspiring. Janice Dean, Fox News. From the birthplace of America's music, this is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. with you on this Monday afternoon on Sports Talk Mississippi. Southern Miss has added a run. It is now 4-3 to three in the top of the fourth inning in Hattiesburg. So a couple of runs in the fourth for Southern Miss to make it a one-run game. And they are finally underway in Coral Gables. Ole Miss and Arizona. Justin Bench flies out to right field. Ole Miss is the visiting team. 
Rebels are facing Chandler Murphy. And just based on numbers, you're like, yeah, feel pretty good about that. Chandler Murphy is making his ninth start of the season, his 13th appearance overall. He is 1-2 with an 8.89 ERA in 27 and a third innings. He has given up, um, let's see here, 13 walks, 14 strikeouts, two doubles, a triple, and a home run. Yeah, if you're doing math at home, that's a whip over two. And my goodness, the batting average against Chandler Murphy for Arizona is 368. Got to hit that guy. Is it raining there? It looks like it is. In Miami? Yeah. I don't think so. When they they had the side view, which by the way, four-pitch walk, so there's one of the two in your whip equation, it looked like there was some rainfall there. So Jacob Gonzalez reaches safely. I I don't see any on my screen, Borky. I mean, it may be drizzling a little bit, but it does. I don't see that anybody's got like rain jackets yeah. or umbrellas or anything. Small crowd, as you would expect with the uh, the home team out of it, and uh, what a three hour, two hour rain delay, etc. I'm sorry, four and a half hour rain delay. They're supposed to start at noon central, weren't they? They were. Yeah. All right. Fun, uh, fun for your uh, your baseball regional. All right, so we talked about winners. What about some losers from the weekend? I, I went ahead and just threw it right on out there. The uh, the video replay center that the NCAA has set up, which must be like in a in a basement with dial up internet and and twelve inch black and white TVs. That's what I got to believe. Because if you're looking at it on a sixty five inch big screen. In HD, some of these calls seem to be a whole lot easier. So I I have to believe that the technology is not there. That they are using 13-inch black and white monitors with dial-up internet to to get the the feed. Well, we we can't really tell on the the video setup that we've got. Ooh. And Ole Miss leads 2-0. Tim Elko just went way out of the yard the opposite way. That is a good start for the Rebels in um, regional final in Coral Gables. What does it say about Arizona that this was the best option in a elimination game? This is the guy you're going to throw? Goodness gracious, man. And falling into the loser's bracket's tough. It's tough, but my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. Go, go four-pitch walk, fall behind Tim Elko, and then... Um, I think that was a uh, supposed to be a breaking ball, but it did not break. It was kind of a little cement mixer deal out over the heart of the plate. So good start for Ole Miss. What about losers for you guys? Anything? Jordan Beck. Go beat. In the conversation around what he did. College kids do stupid things. So... It, you're, you're caught context. Up, remind people who Jordan I, Beck is. I will. Um, you get caught up in the heat of the moment, all that. But when Jordan Beck hits a ball off the wall against Georgia Tech, and he's rounding first base with a middle finger in the air towards the outfielder in which the ball's head, or in which in whose head the ball went over. I'm trying to talk smarter than I actually am. Hits the ball over the guy's head. He's rounding first base with his middle finger up in the air in that direction. College kids do stupid things. 
a mistake that he can learn from. You get caught up in the moment, all that. It's the people that are excusing that kind of behavior that I think is more of a problem than, than his. Uh, media people, baseball personalities, whatever, just fans in general talking about how awesome that was. Oh, I, this Tennessee team, they just play with an edge. They were just reminding Georgia Tech who number one is. No, that's crap. That does not belong on a field. College kids, do, again, college kids do stupid things. That should come with repercussions, though. You cannot normalize that on a field. You can't do it. There, there has if, got to be that, something that, that comes from that in terms of punishment, and it should be universally condemned. You can't do those kind of things and support those kind of things, but that's kind of the culture that Tony Vitello has built there at Tennessee anyway. And need I remind you that Alabama was excited about beating them in one game and Tennessee cried about it. So the same people that cry about another team celebrating is rounding bases with the middle finger in the air and deem that acceptable. It's an embarrassment. It's a joke. The conference should step in. Somebody should step in and cut that out because that, that's not bat flipping. That's not celebrating. That's just, it's garbage is what it is, and it should be put to an end immediately. You can't do that. If that happened in football, there would be a personal foul, a penalty, something would happen. If that happened in basketball, there would be a technical foul. There would be free throws. There would be something to happen out of that. You might get thrown out of the game for doing it that aggressively. The conference should suspend this guy for a game. They really should. And, I mean, I try not to be fuddy-duddy old man all the time, but that, that you can't do that. You just you just can't, in my opinion. So, you think Ross Bjork might, like, cite the sportsmanship policy? Uh, something like that, yeah. And, and look, this was, but, not, th- this was not Jordan Beck finger in the air rounding the bases. Not like he hit the first base bag and he's got his arm extended and he just has decided to stick his middle finger in the air. Borky described it. He is looking at the outfielder and violently shaking his middle finger at him and screaming expletives at him. Right. Meh. Meh. From from along those lines, you know, umpires who can't do their jobs. I don't know who this guy is at the ECU baseball game from earlier today, but uh, batter hits a home run. He's going to take a minute to take a look at it. Umpire just comes out of nowhere. Starts pushing him towards first base. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. If you, as a player or a coach, you can't touch an umpire. The same courtesy should apply. A a, a player who, look at the coach for North Carolina. They said he, he, he made contact with the umpire, even though the replay clearly showed the umpire touched him first. He suspended for two games. It's unacceptable. This umpire should be suspended for two games. And going back to the North Carolina thing, if you don't, if you missed this over the weekend, should have been called an infield fly. Wasn't. Mm-hmm. Ends up hurting North Carolina. Tar Heels coach argues it and ultimately gets ejected and then the suspension is upheld by the NCAA and it's a two-game suspension for over-arguing or making contact. Here's an idea. Don't screw up obvious calls and you won't have coaches so incredibly irate that you have to scream back at them, and then you make contact, and then they make contact with you. You're baiting them into those situations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this umpire needs to be suspended. This, that's it's it's it, you can't put your hands on a player. If I was the co- if I was Cliff Godwin, I'd have been out there, been like, take your hands off my players, don't touch them again. 
Yeah, and uh, and oh, by the way, have you watched a college baseball game in the last four days, Mr. Umpire? I don't know if you've noticed a few yeah. celebrations along the way. It's almost That's... like there's a lot of emotion and guys are having fun in the postseason. Something's got to be done to normalize that either because we got a sport right now where a guy is looking at his home run and an umpire is shoving him towards the base. And, of course, I'll never forget the first base umpire waving Elijah McNamee around the bases after his home run in the Super Regional a couple of years ago. But this is the same sport where a guy can run around and flip off an, umpire, uh, an outfielder violently and there's no penalty for it. Yeah, there's got to be some middle ground here, guys. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's because there's no consistency with the umpiring. You know, different guys view oh, themselves. No, no, there's consistency. There's consistency. It's all bad. Uh, a lot of it is. It's kind of harder to argue with that than it He's has coming been. around, ladies and gentlemen. He's coming around. Well, and I, I mean, just like. So if you watch Ole Miss, Arizona on Saturday night. Hey, Dad. You, I, I know you were watching Garth Brooks at the time. You needed a boat oar. Yeah. Like, some of the strike calls, it was going to take a boat oar to reach it. I mean, which, you know, great if you're a pitcher. And then the umpire yesterday in the Ole Miss-Miami game, and there were a lot of swings and misses in that game, but in terms of just called strikes, it's like you had to throw it in a tin cup. I don't get it. Do not get it. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll take a quick timeout. We've got more coming on, uh, more coming up as we roll on with you on this Monday afternoon. Nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A grocery store worker that paid for a grandmother's groceries makes today's Dean's List. Maria Balboa is a college student who works as a bagger at HEB in Corpus Christi, Texas. She was helping a woman who had two little boys with her. But when it was time to pay, the woman only had $19 on her card and couldn't afford the rest. Maria says the woman was going to put back the groceries she couldn't pay for, but Maria decided to pay the bill for her. Maria says paying the bill was a little steep for a college student, but she knew she would get it back on payday and didn't know if her customer ever would. On her next shift, the manager called Maria into the office to tell her what a wonderful thing she did. The woman had written a note saying she was taking care of her grandchildren on her own to keep them out of foster care. She was so grateful for Maria's kindness and she wanted the store manager to know. The store reimbursed her and Maria received other gifts for being such a wonderful employee. Maria, thank you for your incredibly good deed. Your story is inspiring. Janice Dean, Fox News. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Coronavirus crisis. Multiple oversight officials estimate that fraudsters stole at least $100 billion in COVID relief loan funding aimed to help small businesses survive. Authorities have made hundreds of arrests. According to authorities, Richard Avazian and his wife, Marietta Terabellian, adopted fake identities and secured at least $18 million in Paycheck Protection Program loans. They are alleged to have used those loans to purchase gold coins, luxury watches, and multiple homes. Richard was sentenced in absentia to 17 years. His wife sentenced to six. Both are awaiting extradition. Fox News sat down with Michael Horowitz, the chair of the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. He's also the inspector general at the Department of Justice. I think people made a conscious decision. We're going to get the money out, and if there's fraud, you'll chase it later. And that's just not an acceptable model. The Department of Justice has multiple criminal investigations underway. That number is expected to grow. David Spunt, Fox News. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's called the Mississippi Miracle by people in education circles all over the country. And the reason for that is in a very short period of time, uh, less than 10 years, we've moved from the 50th best K-12 system in America as defined by the, the results in a couple of different surveys to somewhere between the 32nd and 35th best K-12 educational system in America. And, Governor Tate Reeves believes the third grade reading test will go down in history as one of the most important pieces of legislation that's ever been passed. The kids that were being passed on from the third to the fourth grade in terms of social promotion just because the districts wanted to move those kids along, if you were having a hard time reading in the fourth and fifth and sixth grade, the likelihood that you could do your math and your science and your English homework in the seventh, eighth and ninth grade were relatively low. The graduation rate is at an all-time high of 87%. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. 
Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, Borky, the graphic monster has struck again. LSU in the pen. First name, last name one. First name, last name two. <laughs> Whoops. I loved the reporter, reporter, reporter thing. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the squeeze play coverage has been outstanding. The actual broadcast themselves, overall, and have left a lot to be desired. And we didn't mention, and I don't, I don't know who the broadcaster was, but the guy who just came out and said that Evan Russell for Tennessee was suspended for PEDs. It was Lowell Galindo was and not... Troy Eklund. Troy Eklund, the uh, he was the one that said it, and then had to come back and not good. He read the apology. Yeah. He... All right, so. When you, you do get a game it for now, ESPN. Yeah, in. Mm-hmm. When you do a game for ESPN before the game, they hand you a stack of cards, and most of the cards are, you know, it's pretty like you're going to ad lib or go straight forward. Like tonight in Starkville, Mississippi State hosts Auburn in an SEC men's basketball matchup. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to read that. I- I'll say yeah. that, however, I want to. And then right. you get the promos in there. And then you might, if, if it's a good broadcast, you may have some cards that, like, okay, there's a flashback to this event, and they'll give you some rundown and some details on it. And there's a stage person that's there that will kind of hand you um, the cards as, as the producer lets you know that something is coming up. By the way, Ole Miss and Arizona tied 2-2. Otrimba hit a home run for LSU, and, or for uh, Arizona, I'm sorry, and they are now headed to the second inning. And so you flip through the Southern cards has, and then... Uh, sorry, what? Real quick, Southern has second and third with two outs, uh, top of the fifth. Top of the fifth inning, two outs, second and third, LSU four, Southern Miss three, Southern Miss batting. Okay, there we go. So as you flip through the stack of cards a little bit deeper in the stack, you know, it's like the the off-air copy card. You know, tonight in Starkville, our final score, fill in the blank for my partner, Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. Coming up next, we send you to SEC now. Whatever. And if you keep on flipping, there's some stuff that you don't need, and then there's card 99. And card 99 is the apology card. Earlier in the broadcast, I said something that may have been offensive. I apologize. My intent was not to, you know, Blah, 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 blah. Forgive me for this mistake. It won't happen again. Something along those lines. Mm. That's what Troy Eklund read. He didn't apologize. He read the apology card. Not good. Not good. Not good. And Evan Russell's dad completely accepted the apology on Twitter. So Nice, whatever. He didn't say anything offensive. He said something that was incorrect. You can't get that wrong. No. And then Lowell Galindo followed it up with, you know, you know, based on reports and speculation. What? You don't get to talk about a guy taking PEDs based on reports and speculation. If there is a report 
me tell you how you handle that situation. If you're going down that road, you say, based on the reporting of fill-in-the-blank reporter at fill-in-the-blank publication, Evan Russell has been suspended for a violation of NCAA rules related to whatever it is. Again, this is the reporting at the fill-in-the-blank publication written by fill-in-the-blank. But that's the thing. It was just some rando on Twitter. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's not based on reports and speculation. That's just speculation from Twitter guy. Not the same thing. Really, really poor decision there. Really poor decision. Southern Miss strands two runners, and we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, four to three. LSU's got nine, one, and two. Bianco, Pearson, and Cruz coming to the plate to start the bottom of the fifth inning. Halfway home in Hattiesburg. One run game. This is weird. There's very little of this show. I'm gonna have to <laughs> send an email to the program director. Hey, Will. We talked about games that were going on in the moment. I can't post that the next day. <laughs> like uh, in the bottom of the third, Ole Miss did this. Wait. That's not good for Tuesday's online audience. Yeah, but what else are you gonna do today? I know, right? It, this, this is and the thing is we can't really give play by play either, right? Like that's very much against the rules of broadcasting and whatnot. We can't sit here and, and No, you could get, you, you could do that. We could? Yeah, I mean huh. We're not on site doing it. I mean, true. Man, guess what is stopping us, right? People do like YouTube watch parties and stuff all the time. They're even like online broadcasts of big events. Like, there's this guy that I follow on Twitter, and that's what he does. He like broadcasts games. Like, wait, he's doing the national championship game? I'm like, oh, he's calling the national championship game off of the television in his basement for an online audience. It was Good actually it was really controversial because the Washington Post did a really bad job of reporting on it. But uh, there's a couple of YouTubers that did live coverage of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, and they made thousands of dollars a day just live on YouTube with a law degree, just like talking about like the the terminology and the trial and basically transcribing it to layman people, and they made a killing just live streaming it. Trial between two actors. That was quite the trial, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I feel like as a society, we knew far too much about that. <laughs> Hayden Dunhurst walked, and Peyton Chatagnier is at the plate. Ole Miss and Arizona tied at two in the top of the second inning. There are some borky there, two umbrellas out behind home plate, but the sun's out. Yeah, those are sun umbrellas. Sun umbrellas. <laughs> sun umbrellas. Hey, Dad, I bet you're a Sunbrella guy, aren't you? I am not. I am a... It's a little toasty. I'm going to put this umbrella over my noggin to shade myself. First off, but secondly, I'm a Middle Easterner by by descent. I love the sun. It is my ally. I like getting some color. Yeah, but you hate the heat. Yeah, but no, I, I, I hate the heat, but it's unavoidable. I don't mind the sun, though. Yeah, I mean the sun like is. Like even good if for you're under a sumbrella, even if you're under a sumbrella, it's still hot. Yeah, I suppose. So, so, uh, it's a late late submission for a loser. 
Wilson Rawlings or whoever the ball manufacturer is for the NCAA tournament having to supply all the balls for this home run derby has to be costly. Hashtag ball is juiced. Well, that one's gone, I think. It's gone. Yep, it's gone. Peyton Chatagnier stays hot. Two-run Jack, and Ole Miss is back in front. The whole walk, two-run home run thing. Mm. 20-18 is my predicted final score of this game. Mm. Ole Miss back in front, 4-2. Have yourself a regional Peyton Chatagnier. That's seven runs batted in for him. Uh, Dave says, why is Southern Miss the visitor? Both teams have one loss. Southern Miss is the higher seed. Just don't understand that one. Can you explain? Thank you. Dave, honestly, no, I can't. I don't remember all of the home road rules, and I'm not sure they all make sense. It may be as simple as a coin flip if the two teams have been the home team the same number of times. LSU hasn't lost, right? Although I guess they lost last night. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be a coin flip. This is the fourth game for both teams, right? I mean, Southern Miss yes. has been the road team twice against LSU in this regional. Hmm. I mean, what's... maybe it's just a conspiracy. No, I mean it's not a. It's been like this, you know, always. It doesn't make sense though. I'm starting to, I think I think it might be a conspiracy. I got to be honest. I'm I'm with Richard on this one. <laughs> um. It doesn't make sense. Conference USA officials, you know. Yeah. Chatagne, though, I mean, remember in Lexington, he got benched. He was an outright offensive liability for that team for a large portion of the season. Mm -hmm. And then in game one of a regional, his offensive output beat Arizona by himself. I mean, they're down 4-2. He has the home run that ties it, and then the bases clearing double that won the game. Mm -hmm. And then this. He goes from getting benched because he was hitting like below the Mendoza line to now, what is he, like 370 since the Arkansas series? And doing this in a regional. Drastic turnaround for that guy. And that's part of the reason why they're in this position to begin with. Oh, guess what? Oh, no. Oh, they're not going to review what this What am I one. guessing? No, I don't think they're going to review this one. I actually think LSU's runner was safe at second, but they called him out. But no review. So that's fine. I, hey, look, don't review it. It's cool. I mean, whatever. Call it. Don't call it. But, I mean, the hand got in. Whatever. Four games kind of going on right now. Oklahoma and Florida are still in a weather delay. They're in the top of the seventh inning. Florida leading 2-1. to one. LSU up 4-3 to three on Southern Miss. Vanderbilt and Oregon State out in Corvallis tied at 2. And Ole Miss leading Arizona 4-2 to two in the second inning. North Carolina VCU coming up at 5. 6 o'clock start in, uh, for Arkansas-Oklahoma State. Maryland-UConn, 9 o'clock start for Texas State and Stanford. We'll be back.
you know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A passenger who landed a plane safely after a pilot got sick makes today's Dean's List. The incredible moment happened at the Palm Beach International Airport with the help of air traffic controllers. The Cessna caravan passenger was heard saying, my pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. A dispatcher responded by asking the passenger his position, to which he said, I have no idea, but I can see the coast of Florida in front of me. Air traffic control told the passenger to quote, maintain wing level and just try to follow the coast either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. Controllers helped the plane descend and finally located it about 25 miles north of Palm Beach in Boca Raton. The man was then coached to the ground in what was reported to be a safe and steady landing. We're glad everyone is okay. To the passenger and those that helped him land the plane, great work. Janice Dean, Fox News. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Securing America. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the relationship with our ally across the pond is strong and even more vital after Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Russia's invasion has entered a different phase that is no less dangerous. But we will continue to work together with unity and resolve to rush Ukraine what it needs to defend itself. Austin meeting with his British counterpart at the Pentagon praised the UK for stepping up to help Ukraine. Please accept my sincere thanks for what you and your country continue to do to help Ukraine defend its freedom and its citizens. UK Secretary of State for Defense Ben Wallace in turn thanked Washington for backing up words with action. The United States demonstrate that by their deeds, they stand by their allies. The U.S. sending more than $14 billion in military and other assistance to Ukraine since the war began more than two months ago. Lawmakers approving those funds in swift, bipartisan fashion. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
the Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, Mississippi. at supertalk.fm. over Southern Miss in the bottom of the fifth inning. And a pitching change in Hattiesburg. Dalton Rogers into the game. So Tanner Hall started, went two innings. Chandler Best came in two and two-thirds. And now Rogers comes into the ball game. Arizona gets a double play to get out of the second inning. Ole Miss leading 4-2. to That was Justin Bench that grounded into a double play, and that's after Arizona made a pitching change. Uh, they went to Eric Orloff, who was 2-2 two and two on the year with a 589 ERA, and he got benched to uh, ground into a double play. First base umpire got down on one knee, and I mean pumped him on the second end of the double play. Good look there. Did you see it? <laughs> no, no, no point in having an ump show if you're not going to deliver the goods. Let's go. That's right. That is right. Hey, let's take a look at where we are right now in terms of the standings and what's said and what's not. You got eight spots right now open for super regionals. Number one seed Tennessee went undefeated in their regional. They had to do some work against uh, Georgia Tech. They exploded late in that ball game. They will meet Notre Dame. Notre Dame, who beat Texas Tech last night 2-1 to one in Statesboro. So that was the Georgia Southern uh, Regional. Georgia Southern was the, uh, the 16 overall seed hosting, and uh, Notre Dame advanced. So Notre Dame, who a lot of people thought should have been hosting, goes on the road and they win as a two seed. And now they get number one Tennessee in Knoxville. Is that a good one? I hope so. Tennessee kind of struggled a little bit so. this weekend. A little bit for them Notre Dame is against Campbell. Notre Dame is a team that they won't be intimidated. They were in Starkville last year, so they're, they're you know, they they took state to the limit last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish Cavados was still there. That's the one guy who could you know I would I would love to see somebody try to flip him off because that would end badly for them. Um, but they, they they have talent. They play on the little chip on their shoulder anyway because they thought they should have been a host. That's a team that that can win in in Knoxville. All right, left side of the bracket, seven of the eight teams are set. So Tennessee, Notre Dame, East Carolina hosting Texas. East Carolina wins the the Greenville Regional. They eliminated Coastal Carolina earlier, and Texas goes straight through the Austin Regional. Texas A&M hosting Louisville. Man, that one is intriguing. That could be a fun regional in College Station. And then Virginia Tech is awaiting somebody from the Gainesville Regional. That will either be Florida or Oklahoma. Both teams playing with one loss, so it's a winner-take-all game. And they have been in a weather delay for a while now, uh, since like early part of the afternoon. I think it's in the seventh inning. Stanford has to play Texas State tonight. Maryland has to play UConn tonight. And the winners of those two regionals will advance. If Stanford wins, they will host at home next weekend. If Texas State wins and Maryland wins, Maryland will host next weekend. I'm not sure what happens if you get Texas State and UConn. 
Was UConn? UConn was a three seed, so Texas State would host in San Marcos. Yeah. North Carolina VCU tonight in Chapel Hill. And that is paired with the Stillwater Regional, Oklahoma State, and Arkansas. If Oklahoma State wins, they will host the Super Regional. If Arkansas wins and North Carolina wins, Arkansas will go to Chapel Hill. If Arkansas wins and VCU wins, Arkansas will host the Super Regional at Ballmarker Stadium in Fayetteville. Um, Arizona Ole Miss playing right now. Ole Miss leading 4-2 to over Arizona with one out in the bottom of the second inning. Arizona's got to win twice against Ole Miss. Southern Miss and LSU hosting in Hattiesburg. Obviously because Arizona is a two-seed and Ole Miss is a three-seed, if Southern Miss wins in Hattiesburg, they will host a Super Regional with either Arizona or Ole Miss. If LSU wins and Ole Miss wins, LSU will host Ole Miss. If Arizona were to win twice and LSU won, then I assume that Arizona would host in Tucson. We'll see. And then uh, Auburn wins their regional. And you got Vanderbilt and Oregon State playing tonight. If Vanderbilt wins, Auburn will host. If Oregon State wins, Auburn is going to Corvallis. That is a long trip. Yeah, I saw a highlight, by the way, of Vanderbilt's uh, already major league center fielder robbing a home run and then turning around the next inning and stealing two bases. That led to kind of some panic on the Oregon State infield and a run. He's just a playmaker. What is the score of that game? They're playing right now, aren't they? They're talented. Vanderbilt's talented. Ole Miss talented. Arkansas talented. They're starting to play up to it, you know. But we we gave them so much grief about being overrated, and as well we should. They played a lot of those teams did not play well in the regular season. And of course, Mississippi State's right there too, and didn't make the postseason at all. But talent is going to start showing up at some point if you just keep giving it time. Uh oh, four to three. That ball got out in a hurry. Solo home run for Arizona. Ole Miss with a one-run lead with two outs in the bottom of the second inning. The jet stream is just over this this stadium. Say again? Yeah. The jet stream is just over this stadium, man. Every ball's going out. You put it in the air, it's gone. That was crushed. Center cut, fastball at the knees, turned on. We'll be back. Five o'clock hour coming up next. The Magnolia State to the world. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi at supertalk.fm. News. I'm Rich Dennison. There were more than a dozen mass shootings across the country over the weekend with at least 17 killed. The Biden administration continues urging Congress to take legislative steps to reduce gun violence. The president is encouraged by the discussions that are happening currently in the Senate uh, by the bipartisan group that's being led by Senator Murphy and other members. And it shows the urgency of, of the moment. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. A federal judge says Oklahoma's three-drug lethal injection method is constitutional, paving the way for the state to request execution dates for 28 death row inmates. Gas prices across the country now averaging just under $5 a gallon. In California, the situation is far worse. $6.34 for a gallon of regular with one gas station charging over $10. Fox's Kelly O'Grady. America's listening to Fox News. 
Bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso. Gun Control Group, every town for gun safety. Out with a new report this week on guns stolen from cars. They're finding a gun is stolen from a car every 15 minutes in America. It's now the most common source of stolen guns. Using data from cities that report thefts to the FBI. Every town says cars parked at residences is the most common type of stolen gun. With top five cities for car gun thefts, Memphis and Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbia and North Charleston, South Carolina, and Warner Robins, Georgia. A problem on the rise in several parts of the country. More and more Glock switches are being found. It's a little device that turns a semi-automatic Glock pistol into a fully automatic. An ATF special agent telling Fox News Nashville that he's fired all sorts of fully automatic weapons. But a handgun with a Glock switch was the most difficult to control. And those are your bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State licensed cannabis businesses are currently restricted to cash sales. Senators are pushing marijuana banking legislation that would help businesses access broader financial services. Fox's Dan Springer delves into the dangers of running these facilities this way. There are lots of robberies at cannabis stores, and there have been many violent takeover robberies in other states where marijuana is legal, especially in California. Pressure is ramping up as we see more and more of these pot shops getting hit across the country where it is legal. Mississippi's medical marijuana program is still in its infancy, so whether or not these facilities experience the same issue has yet to be seen. And a recall has been issued on all crab meat from Irvington Seafood after the FDA discovered a possible threat of listeria contamination. On Friday, the FDA released that listeria had been found on the distributor's processing equipment, leading to the recall of all one-pound packages of crab meat in Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, and Mississippi. No illnesses have been reported in connection to the potential contamination. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> I, I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Gas prices across the nation are continuing to hit record highs. Hillary Vaughn has more. Today marks the 10th straight day of record highs. We've also seen 27 of the last 28 days set records. Analysts are saying we could see $5 a gallon nationally by mid-June. But in the past week, we've seen gas prices rise 25 cents alone. So that reality could be much sooner. Now, differing opinions exist on how to address the crisis, with the director of the International Energy Agency telling Fox Business one path is for the U.S. to produce more shale oil. But rather than ramp up domestically, the administration is turning to OPEC for help, of course. But even some Democrats condemn the idea of relying more on nations like Saudi Arabia. I've talked to folks here and they're saying it's really starting to impact how much they travel and even what jobs they take. For Mississippi specifically, the average price per gallon for regular fuel stands at $4.43. For all things sports, news and more in the Magnolia State, head on over to supertalk.fm.
Swing Hand is sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees. Fall from a skybox on the 18th green. Gotta hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit SponsorSFC.com today to learn more. That's SponsorSFC.com. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. of America's music. This is Super Talk Mississippi. Streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Five o'clock hour with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalktv.com and, of course, supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. How do you like a two-home run game for Tim Elko? He just went deep. Every run scored in this game has been a home run. Ole Miss with two two-run home runs and now a solo home run. Arizona has a two-run home run and a solo home run. And in the top of the third inning, it is now 5-3, to three, Ole Miss leading over Arizona. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. You want to be a part of the conversation? You can join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. They're in the bottom of the sixth inning in Hattiesburg, LSU leading 4-3 over Southern Miss. Southern Miss had a runner at second with one out in the top of the sixth inning. Couldn't move him over, couldn't get him in, and so it's still a one-run game in Hattiesburg. 4-3 LSU in front. LSU is the home team, even though Southern Miss is in their home white pinstripes. So, um, yeah, LSU the home team in the bottom of the sixth inning. All right, time right now for the college football fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford F-Series trucks are made for the future of America, made for performance and capability on and off the road. America's best-selling trucks for 45 straight years. You can test drive the F-150 at your local Mississippi Ford dealers today. So you guys turned me on to this Twitter feed, the kind of in-depth SEC football stats Twitter feed. I don't even remember exactly what it was called. But there was just great information. Clark Brooks was the was the guy behind that Twitter feed. He's the, the SEC stat guy that does the 
in-depth stat breakdowns for offenses in the SEC. And he is now with On3 Sports. And if you followed his work at all, well, you know it's pretty good stuff. And so I think this makes for an interesting list. He has ranked the top 20 quarterbacks in college football this season. What do you say we walk through the list? I've got I've got a real problem with one person and his spot on this list. I bet I know who. I bet you do. I bet you've got a problem with Quinn Ewers, who's never taken a college snap. Oh, oh, he has. The... He's got three more snaps than I do. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, he got three snaps at Ohio State last year. Yeah, I think it was the end of the Michigan State game in which Ohio State was winning by approximately 750 points, where mm. he got a couple snaps through one pass, too. If I remember correctly. Must have been he... really pretty. Did he complete? <laughs> I don't see. I don't think. I don't remember. But again. He has like three more snaps in college football than I do. And you're telling me that he is the fifth best quarterback in fourth. college football? Fourth best. Oh, fourth. Excuse me. The fourth best quarterback in college football right now? He is behind Bryce ESPN Young. He has rating. him with no stats, by the way. He did play. I probably, he did. I saw it. Maybe he just handed the football off. Yeah. He may not have thrown a pass, yeah. Bryce Young, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, is number one on the list. C.J. Stroud at Ohio State is number two on the list. Caleb Williams at Southern Cal, formerly at Oklahoma, is number three on the list. All good there, right? No problem. All good yeah. there. No problem. Don't really have an issue. No problems. Um, then you've got Quinn Ewers, potentially the starting quarterback at Texas as the fourth-ranked quarterback in college football this year. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Said differently, that don't make no sense. Quarterbacks are like the only players, I swear, that get the kind of treatment that first-round picks get in the NFL. I mean, I've heard it from former players, so you know it's real. It's not just something we think, but it's real, that front offices will carry the first-round pick even five, six years into a guy's career, if you know he's a free agent somewhere, not playing anywhere, they'll go get him because, hey, first-rounder. It carries weight in front offices in the NFL long after the draft. Doing the same thing with quarterbacks. Quinn Ewers is a former five-star, best quarterback in the country in his class, whatever. Hasn't played a, a real snap of college football, and automatically he's the fourth best in the country. That's exclusively recruiting pedigree and no other reason. K.J. Jefferson battled through a season in the SEC West. Actually played, right? Mm -hmm. Actually played. And he's behind him. And it's not just Jefferson. That's just the example I'm pulling out because I really admired the way he played last season. But how on earth do you know that Quinn Ewers is better than Jefferson, for example. Well, what have you seen from Spencer Rattler that makes him the fifth-best quarterback in all of college football? There's another one. He's at number five on the list. Tyler Van Dyke at Miami. I mean, at least he finished the year on a strong... He had three straight 300-yard passing games to finish out the year at Miami. Tyler Van Dyke going to be the starter with the U this year. Looked okay. really good. Looked really good. Will Levis at Kentucky. He's number seven on the list. I mean, Kentucky won a lot of football games. He showed some upside, and he played in them. 
I kind of think he's probably rated a little higher than he should be there, but okay, I'll, I'll go with that. K.J. Jefferson at 8. Brennan and Armstrong at, uh, at Virginia at 9. Had some really nice moments for Virginia. Good player. At 10, Jackson Dart. See, even Dart being behind yours doesn't make sense. At least he started games and played, but yeah. he's still too high here. He, he is. He hasn't shown you enough on the field to justify a ranking like this. It's recruiting pedigree. It's, t- it's raw ability that has not turned into actual production compared to guys that are behind him. Like Devin Leary, for example. Look at his sample size. Sam Hartman compared to Jackson Dart. Sam Hartman at Wake Forest, right? Yes. Yeah. Or you yeah, know, Sam Hartman at Wake Forest at 11. Or get maybe somebody right else in this state. We're getting Hendon there. Hooker at Tennessee at 12. Anthony Richardson at Florida at 13. Devin Leary at NC State at 14. That feels low for him. Aiden O'Connell at Purdue at 15. Matt McCall at Coastal Carolina at 16. Grayson, but whatever. Grayson McCall. There was a Matt McCall somewhere along the way. He's a basketball coach. It doesn't matter what his name is. Grayson McCall. Phil Jerkovic at uh, Boston College at number 17. Will Rogers checking in at 18 on the list. If you want to sit there, look, I, I know he's not a Heisman winner. Not, not, I don't know that he'll be a great pro. But you're going to sit there with a straight face and try to convince me that Will Rogers is the eighth best quarterback in the SEC. I'm, I'm not going to buy what you're selling on that one. I'm, I'm just not. Especially behind Dart and Richardson, who have proven jack at this point. Yeah, no chance. And even if you want to say Will Rogers gets knocked a little bit because of the system that in which he plays, and it's a system that just is going to generate numbers, like I'll hear that argument. But but I think the point you're making is a good one. Eighth best among SEC quarterbacks based on what he's done. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I say it all the time. It's not a, it's not a law that he has to complete the passes. Yeah. I couldn't get out there under center in this offense and, and do what he does. I mean, he's you have to still be a good quarterback to complete the passes just because you get the opportunities. Cam Ward, the transfer from Incarnate Word. Where did he end up? Washington State. Number 19 on the list. And... So, who's Cunningham? Louisville. Malik Cunningham. Malik Cunningham. Who was low-key great at the end of last season. Yeah, he played really, really well at the end of the year. I was thinking about Malik Willis at at Liberty. I was like, hold on, he's gone. Yeah, Malik Cunningham at Louisville at number 20. I have a feeling Sam Hartman's going to be this season's Kenny Pickett. He's a great quarterback. Like, objectively a great quarterback. I think he gets knocked because of where he plays. But when you watch him play, he's got all the characteristics that Kenny Pickett has. I think he's this coming season, remember that name, watch him if you can. I know it's hard to find ACC games with their awful TV deal. Sam Hartman is a high-level college quarterback, and he does not get the credit for it. ACC Network's not that hard to find. I know, I was just kind of jabbing at him. Real quick, Bart Gregory just identified that umpire that Push the batter. Perry Costello. 
Really? Of course. Of course. My, how could it not be him? He's not the same one that did that in Starkville, is he? No, he's the one who called Game 3 of the National Championship Series and was awful. Sports Talk Mississippi. That's your college football fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. You believe this guy? Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A grocery store worker that paid for a grandmother's groceries makes today's Dean's List. Maria Balboa is a college student who works as a bagger at HEB in Corpus Christi, Texas. She was helping a woman who had two little boys with her. But when it was time to pay, the woman only had $19 on her card and couldn't afford the rest. Maria says the woman was going to put back the groceries she couldn't pay for. But Maria decided to pay the bill for her. Maria says paying the bill was a little steep for a college student, but she knew she would get it back on payday and didn't know if her customer ever would. On her next shift, the manager called Maria into the office to tell her what a wonderful thing she did. The woman had written a note saying she was taking care of her grandchildren on her own to keep them out of foster care. She was so grateful for Maria's kindness and she wanted the store manager to know. The store reimbursed her and Maria received other gifts for being such a wonderful employee. Maria, thank you for your incredibly good deed. Your story is inspiring. Janice Dean, Fox News. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3, on Super Talk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A passenger who landed a plane safely after a pilot got sick makes today's Dean's List. The incredible moment happened at the Palm Beach International Airport with the help of air traffic controllers. The Cessna caravan passenger was heard saying, my pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. A dispatcher responded by asking the passenger his position, to which he said, I have no idea, but I can see the coast of Florida in front of me. Air traffic control told the passenger to quote, maintain wing level and just try to follow the coast either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. Controllers helped the plane descend and finally located it about 25 miles north of Palm Beach in Boca Raton. The man was then coached to the ground in what was reported to be a safe and steady landing. We're glad everyone is okay. To the passenger and those that helped him land the plane, great work. Janice Dean, Fox News. From the Magnolia State to the world, you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, Mississippi. at supertalk.fm. Here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Dalton Rogers just got a big strikeout of Drew Bianco. LSU had the bases loaded with two outs, and he was able to get Bianco swinging, and so it's still a one-run lead for LSU as Southern Miss heads to the plate with three innings remaining. Golden Eagles have got nine outs to work with, got to get some offense going. It's been a little lower-scoring game, honestly, than I I think maybe any of us thought it was going to be, especially after Tanner Hall lasted just two innings for Southern Miss, and he gave up three earned runs on four, or three runs, two of them earned on four hits. But then Chandler Best lasted two and two-thirds, and Dalton Rogers has gone an inning and a third. And then on the other side for LSU, Mikhail Hilliard, three innings, five hits, two earned runs. Paul Gervais has given them three innings, and now LSU is going to its bullpen, and they're bringing Hasty into the game. Uh, other game of interest going on here right now, Derek Diamond able to put a zero on the board for the first time. He gave up a two-run home run in the first inning, a solo home run in the second inning. Arizona strands a runner. And it is five to three with Ole Miss batting in the top of the fourth inning. Hayden Dunhurst leading off the inning, and he flies out for the first out. That was the first. I mean, I know it's only top of the fourth, but uh, that zero for Arizona was the first zero of the game on the scoreboard. Period. Yeah. Ole Miss with two in the first, two in the second, one in the third. All of Ole Miss's runs have come from home runs. Chatagnier's got a two-run home run. Elko's got a two-run home run, and Elko has a solo home run. He is, by the way, up to 21 home runs on the year. Pretty good number. Pretty good number. It's a lot of bombs. Yeah, it is. Uh, other games that are going on... Sorry, I went away from the uh, baseball scoreboard page. There it is. Florida and Oklahoma still in a weather delay. Vanderbilt and Oregon State. Vandy's leading that one. Oh, Oregon State's now in front, 6-3 to three in the sixth oh. inning. So Oregon State's gotten it going a little bit. North Carolina has jumped out to a 4 nothing lead. They scored four in the top of the first inning in Chapel Hill against VCU. You got uh, two games getting started at 6 o'clock. Arkansas at Oklahoma State, Maryland at UConn, and then uh, Texas State Stanford. First pitch at 9 o'clock out on the West Coast in Palo Alto. Did we talk at all last week about the uh, the Arkansas Razorback, or uh, the Arkansas radio host that went after Arkansas's catcher? We did not talk about it, but um, did you listen to it? I did, and Ooh. that's why sometimes sports radio gets a bad rap. People like that because I think that's what the job is supposed to be. There's a difference between being critical, rightfully so, and that fanboy message border garbage that he spewed out over the airwaves there. Cussing in towards, if you will, a college kid for giving a political in the, like he didn't say anything with his answer really, giving a political answer to a question in a press conference is garbage. Yeah, that's that's all you can say. That's all you can say. It's not acceptable. And then, of course, the guy went out and had a big hit uh, yesterday. 
So, you know, that's why, you know, you, you thought they talk about, like, you shouldn't be a fan of the team you cover. Obviously, I try to fly in the face of that a little bit, Richard. You do as well. But you got to be able to turn it off. <laughs> you got to be able to be like, all right, this is what happened, so let me tell you about it. You can't just be like you would be in the stands if nobody was paying attention to you. And and arguably probably shouldn't even be that way in the stands, but okay, you know, you're a fan, you can you can do whatever you want to. I, I just I can't even imagine a scenario where a player for Ole Miss or Mississippi State doesn't give an answer that we like. Yeah, is that okay? The kid's hitting like 300. And we come on this show and call him a clown and a donkey. A rental that doesn't deserve to wear the uniform. That's the one there. Yeah, it's like, doesn't deserve to wear the uniform. Buddy, you never wore the uniform. Do you know how the transfer portal works, bud? It's kind of happening everywhere. Did you watch your basketball team? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's sad, man, but then but then there are some people that I saw that were like, oh, well, look, it, he did his job. He's got everybody talking about him. No, that all press is not good press. That Whoever said that was kind of a fool. Yeah, you're right. You are uh, you're absolutely right. So, sports world news outside of college baseball as Arizona gets a leadoff single through the left side in the bottom of the fourth inning. Derek Diamond still hanging on in this game for Ole Miss. At this point, Derek Diamond has gone three innings. He's thrown 54 pitches, given up five hits and three earned runs. Go to your pen now. Go to your pen. You've got a two-run lead. Arizona cannot pitch it to you. They, they I mean, they're going to call me into the game here soon with their pitching situation. You've got everybody available, basically, in your bullpen. Go. End it. End it here. Don't even try to get into a slugfest in, in where a game gets weird and then suddenly you're pitching depleted in the next game. Pull the trigger now. No, no, just keep keep rolling the dice, Mike. It's fine. Just, just you know, it's fine. You really don't want to see Ole Miss win this game or the next one, do you? Hey, Dad. I, I mean, that that no, happened to me. Just, that, no, just, just, just be. I honest. tried to, I tried to be political. No, want it over with. Yeah. Um. No offense. Leading, I like you, Richard. Five three. Oh, I know. Whatever. You're a good guy. So, top five rebel. Phil Mickelson is making a return to golf, and he will do it in London. After a four-month hiatus, Phil Mickelson is ready to return to competitive uh, competitive golf on a new path, quote, with a fresh start, quote, on the Live Golf Invitational Series. Six-time major championship winner added to the field earlier today for Live Golf's first event, Starts Thursday at the Centurion Club outside of London. 
Mickelson said that he still plans to play in the majors, but didn't say whether he would compete in PGA Tour events. Um, probably not going to be allowed to. This was the, uh, man, it's a long statement. First and foremost, I want to again apologize to the many people I offended and hurt with my comments a few months ago. I've made mistakes in my career and some of the things I've said and done. Taking time away and self-reflecting has been very humbling. I needed to start prioritizing the people that I love the most and work on becoming a better version of myself. I spent this time with Amy and loved ones. I've engaged, I have been engaged and intentional and continued therapy and feel healthy and much more at peace. I realize I still have a long way to go, but I am embracing, embracing the work ahead. I am ready to come back to play the game I love, but after 32 years, this new path is a fresh start, one that is exciting for me at this stage of my career, because they're going to pay me a lot of money. Did and you it's see clearly what the reporting was on that? Say what? Did you see what the rumored dollar figure that he got was? No, what was it? Two hundred million. Yeah. So one hundred and fifty million to Dustin Johnson and two hundred million to Phil Mickelson. That's the reporting, and people—the same people that were reporting that number on DJ—were absolutely right. So. So he says, uh, after thirty-two years, this new path is a fresh start, one that is exciting for me at this stage of my career, and is clearly transformative. But not just for myself, but ideally for the game and my peers. I also love the progressive format and think it will be exciting for fans. Just as importantly, it will provide balance, allowing me to focus on a healthier approach to life on and off the course. Okay. I'm incredibly grateful for what this game and the PGA Tour has given me. I would like to think that I've given back as well, but now I'm excited about this new opportunity. Thrilled to begin with Live Golf, and I appreciate everyone involved. I also intend to play the majors fully realize and respect some may disagree with this decision and have strong opinions, and I empathize with that. I have a oh. renewed spirit and excitement for the game. I am incredibly grateful for the support of my fans, partners, friends, and peers. I hope in time those sentiments, relationships, and support continue. While you were giving that statement, another home run, and it's 5-5 in Coral Gables. That is a two-run yeah. home run. I don't get paid a million dollars. I don't Roll get the paid a million dollars, and I could have told you this was going to happen because, like, ten minutes ago, I told you this was going to happen. Oh, brutal! Gosh. Sports that's, Talk that's Mississippi something. tied at five in the bottom of the fourth in Coral Gables. We'll be back. No matter where you go. Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Securing America. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the relationship with our ally across the pond is strong and even more vital after Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Now, Russia's invasion has entered a different phase that is no less dangerous. But we will continue to work together with unity and resolve to rush Ukraine what it needs to defend itself. Austin meeting with his British counterpart at the Pentagon praised the UK for stepping up to help Ukraine. Please accept my sincere thanks for what you and your country 
continue to do to help Ukraine defend its freedom and its citizens. UK Secretary of State for Defense Ben Wallace in turn thanked Washington for backing up words with action. The United States demonstrate that by their deeds, they stand by their allies. The U.S. sending more than $14 billion in military and other assistance to Ukraine since the war began more than two months ago. Lawmakers approving those funds in swift, bipartisan fashion. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. In a world full of noise. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso, gun control group, every town for gun safety. Out with a new report this week on guns stolen from cars. They're finding a gun is stolen from a car every 15 minutes in America. It's now the most common source of stolen guns. Using data from cities that report thefts to the FBI. Every town says cars parked at residences is the most common type of stolen gun. The top five cities for car gun thefts, Memphis and Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbia and North Charleston, South Carolina, and Warner Robins, Georgia. A problem on the rise in several parts of the country. More and more Glock switches are being found. It's a little device that turns a semi-automatic Glock pistol into a fully automatic. An ATF special agent telling Fox News Nashville that he's fired all sorts of fully automatic weapons, but a handgun with a Glock switch was the most difficult to control. And those are your bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State licensed cannabis businesses are currently restricted to cash sales. Senators are pushing marijuana banking legislation that would help businesses access broader financial services. Fox's Dan Springer delves into the dangers of running these facilities this way. There are lots of robberies at cannabis stores, and there have been many violent takeover robberies in other states where marijuana is legal, especially in California. Pressure is ramping up as we see more and more of these pot shops getting hit across the country where it is legal. Mississippi's medical marijuana program is still in its infancy, so whether or not these facilities experience the same issue has yet to be seen. And a recall has been issued on all crab meat from Irvington Seafood after the FDA discovered a possible threat of listeria contamination. On Friday, the FDA released that listeria had been found on the distributor's processing equipment, leading to the recall of all one-pound packages of crab meat in Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, and Mississippi. No illnesses have been reported in connection to the potential contamination. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property. Including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Mississippi. I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. We got stuff. Everywhere you look, we got stuff. Let's uh let's start in Hattiesburg. 4-4 LSU and Southern Miss. Sacrifice flag. Great diving catch by Dylan Cruz. Out in center field, runner tags at third and comes home. And then LSU wanted a review to see if either the runner at at second base or the runner at third base left early. The call on the field, which was everybody was fine, was upheld. They didn't have indisputable video evidence to overturn the calls on the field. So Christopher Sargent with the sack fly RBI. Peto scored and made it a 4-4 game. Southern Miss has the go-ahead run at third base with one out in the top of the seventh inning. Runners at the corners right now. And Slade Wilkes is about to come up to the plate. Meanwhile, in Coral Gables, they are headed to the fifth inning. Ole Miss and Arizona tied at five. As has been the case today, every run scored in the game has been scored via a home run. Five of them for Ole Miss, five of them for Arizona. Ole Miss has made two errors. I don't think either of the errors have come back to bite them. The one here in the the fourth did not. I don't think the one in the third did either. That was a uh, throwing error. I got a, a text. Is the Ole Miss game on TV or is it just streaming? It is on ESPN Plus only. Okay. Thank you. Streaming only. Um, Thank you. All right. So, Borky, scrolling through my Twitter timeline, and everything that you were saying was being said by everybody that I follow that was watching the Ole Miss baseball game at the time. I generally think Chase Parham is pretty level-headed when it comes to Ole Miss baseball. Yeah, very much so. And I thought his tweet was pretty good. He said, it's not Derek Diamond's fault. No. You have a sample size that is plenty large to know that the first time, time and a half through the order, he's pretty good. But when guys see him a second time and his stuff flattens out, he gets hit really hard. Well, especially when it's a guy that had already hit a ball off of him really hard earlier in the game. Especially, it'd be different if they were in Arizona's position where they had to win a loser's bracket game and there's really like a bunch of arms that you can't count on. But that wasn't the case for them. That's why going into this game, I thought... You know, the quick hook should be especially like in the front of your mind today because you can throw everybody. When you got through three innings with a five to three lead, it felt like you could you could pat Derek Diamond on the butt and say, Well done. Good job. 
and then hand it off and see what happens. That did not happen, though. And um, got Ole Miss batting in the top of the fifth, tied in a 5-5 game. And by the way, that is the DH batting in the eight hole who is two for two with two home runs for Arizona. It's it's crazy, man. Uh, but but th- that was a weekly thing. And what's frustrating to so many people, I mean, I've got a group message blowing up right now, and they're right. I mean, it's such a good baseball coach. Clearly a phenomenal baseball coach in mind and developer of pitchers. He's got a track record of developing great pitchers and, and sending them to the next level and having good SEC arms and running a good, stable, winning program, generally speaking, for two decades, how is that the person that could not have seen that coming? It defies all logic. Brilliant baseball coach. Great baseball coach. And I know some people roll their eyes at that because of Omaha trips. And trust me, I hear you. I argue on your side often. But you can't tell me that is not a great baseball coach. How is that the person that could not have seen that coming? LSU has made a pitching change. They have brought Bryce Collins into the game. Southern Miss has Slade Wilkes at the plate. He's 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored, and he is looking for something to get the runner home from third to give Southern Miss the lead. Only one out, so a fly ball get the job done. Yep, you're exactly right. So Southern Miss led this game 1-0. They got the Peto home run in the, uh, in the oh. first inning. But LSU has led since. They got three runs in the bottom of the first inning to make it 3-1. Added a run in the third inning to make it 4-1. Southern Miss got two in the top of the fourth. And they've gotten a run here in the top of the seventh to tie the game at four. Ole Miss gets a leadoff walk in the top of the fifth inning. What an, what an at-bat. I'm just, obviously, I'm not watching. I'm just looking at the live stats. But I'm looking at the, the pitches for that at-bat. That's a 3-6 that was a 11 pitch. Show that for Garrett Wood for Ole Miss to start the inning. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that guy, that's a guy that barely was down plays. down 2 as well. Was given the starting spot because Ooh. Leatherwood McCants have been awful. And Southern has the lead. Ooh. What have we got? Wilk singles to left. Well, Went the Wilk opposite singles way. To, left to score the run. Yeah. RBI First single the second with one way. down. Still one out in the inning. Southern Miss now leading five to four. Boy, they're going crazy in Hattiesburg too. What a crowd! Got to be going ape, man. What a crowd! <laughs> you know, you had all the people in 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 black and gold. They're you know, waving pom poms and cheering, and then there was a husband and wife. I'm assuming it was a husband and wife, man and a woman, like uh, front row of the of the just above the box seats, and they were just mm-hmm. embracing. <laughs> Just just a long, cuddly hug. It was great. Guys, it is just it's just the seventh inning. Y'all been here before with LSU. Let's let's hold off on the hanky panky until the last out. Just kind of to work some other things in this afternoon. We might spend some more time on this later in the week. But uh Forbes has ranked the most valuable sports teams. That is out again. And oh, uh, Jerry Jones' favorites. investment in the Dallas Cowboys just keeps on getting better. 
paid $150 million for the Cowboys in 1989. The Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in sports with an estimated value of $5.7 billion, and that is up 43% in the last five years. Is it crazy to say that Cowboys? That, that might be low? Because the Broncos just sold to the Waltons for $4.5 billion, right? Yeah. Are you telling oh, me? And, and, uh, yeah. If you get into open competition, you could probably get $10 billion. I mean, obviously a different thing, but I mean, Chelsea isn't worth $3 billion as a franchise. That club isn't worth that. That's what they paid for it because that's what the price ended up being. The New York Yankees are worth five and a quarter billion. That's five point two five billion dollars. George Steinbrenner, that was a good investment back in nineteen seventy three when he spent eight point eight million dollars to purchase the Yankees. Knicks are worth five billion. Only, Sorry, go ahead. It's only worth it was only worth two billion, but this year has really raised the price of them. They're so good. Yeah. Fly ball out to center field. Garrett Wood tags and goes to third. Ole Miss has got first and third with one out in the top of the fifth inning with Tim Elko coming to the plate. Would you walk oh, Elko God. first yeah. and third with one out? Yep. I would absolutely walk out. I might hit him in the in the knee. What are you talking about? I'm not letting that guy hit. He's no got two chance. home runs in the game. Just be pointing to the bag already. Put, don't even just, let him get out of the go. Don't even come to the plate. Go straight to the go straight to first base. Just yeah, look out four. there and hold up four fingers, right? No chance I'm sw- letting him swing. That is, by the way, not the way college baseball coaches think, though. There isn't said, oh, nope, it's not a meeting on the mound. That's pitching change. New pitcher coming in. Send send him first. I don't Why care. not walk him before you do that? Well, you you don't walk have to him. give your... you, you you don't have to throw the pitches anymore. You can just go four fingers. So it doesn't matter when you do it. I'm just saying. I mean, that was a big old butt slap by the coach making the pitching change. I mean, he wound up like he was about to paddle him, and then he just kind of popped him on the rear. Barcelona's worth uh, four point seven six billion dollars. Same thing for Real Madrid. Golden State, the Warriors are now... In five years, the Golden State Warriors have... Their value has increased by 147%. Significantly more than double. They were bought for $450 million in 2010. That is a 10x return in 12 years. Championships will do that. I'm shocked at the Knicks valuation. I guess just being in New York, but the Knicks have playing in Madison Square Garden doesn't help. Hurt. Been awful my entire life. I I I cannot remember a good New York Knicks team because they haven't been in over two decades, and yet mid, still mid nineties. Mid nineties, the last time the Knicks were yeah. relevant. All right, we'll wrap it up with you on this uh, Monday edition. It has been a very different show, but uh, hopefully we've had fun. If you've been with us through the entire afternoon, we'll wrap it up next on Sports Talk Mississippi.
feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A grocery store worker that paid for a grandmother's groceries makes today's Dean's List. Maria Balboa is a college student who works as a bagger at HEB in Corpus Christi, Texas. She was helping a woman who had two little boys with her. But when it was time to pay, the woman only had $19 on her card and couldn't afford the rest. Maria says the woman was going to put back the groceries she couldn't pay for. But Maria decided to pay the bill for her. Maria says paying the bill was a little steep for a college student, but she knew she would get it back on payday and didn't know if her customer ever would. On her next shift, the manager called Maria into the office to tell her what a wonderful thing she did. The woman had written a note saying she was taking care of her grandchildren on her own to keep them out of foster care. She was so grateful for Maria's kindness and she wanted the store manager to know. The store reimbursed her and Maria received other gifts for being such a wonderful employee. Maria, thank you for your incredibly good deed. Your story is inspiring. Janice Dean, Fox News. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Bullet Points. I'm Jeff Manasso, gun control group, every town for gun safety. Out with a new report this week on guns stolen from cars. They're finding a gun is stolen from a car every 15 minutes in America. It's now the most common source of stolen guns. Using data from cities that report thefts to the FBI, every town says cars parked at residences is the most common type of stolen gun. The top five cities for car gun thefts, Memphis and Chattanooga, Tennessee, Columbia and North Charleston, South Carolina, and Warner Robins, Georgia. A problem on the rise in several parts of the country. More and more Glock switches are being found. It's a little device that turns a semi-automatic Glock pistol into a fully automatic. An ATF special agent telling Fox News Nashville that he's fired all sorts of fully automatic weapons, but a handgun with a Glock switch was the most difficult to control. And those are your bullet points. I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
birthplace of America's music. This is Super Talk Mississippi, streaming live 24-7 at supertalk.fm. Always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. This retakes the lead on a Kevin Graham fielder's choice, kind of a side spinner against the shift, hit the side of the mound. Honestly, if that ball doesn't hit the side of the mound, it probably stinks into the outfield. Shortstop for, ooh, he might have been safe at first. We'll go back and I'm sure they'll re- replay it. They are going nuts in Hattiesburg. It's 5-4, to four, Southern Miss leading over LSU, Trent Ventmeyer has come into the game for LSU. Southern Miss has the bases loaded with two out and Gabe Montenegro at the plate. He does have a hit in the game. Doctor, Doctor yeah, Gabe, Do- Gabe Montenegro. Yeah. And, oh, strike zone's different everywhere, man. That, that one above the belt for Montenegro. I, like, above the belly button, called a strike. I think Graham may have beaten that. They probably won't overturn it. He may have beaten that. What we need is this a is definitive uh, video angle, and then we'll do the opposite. So if you can give me a definitive angle that shows he's safe, we'll call him out. That was a strike at the shoulders or in Hattiesburg. I'm just now seeing that, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was saying just a second ago. I mean, it's like it was like just below the nipples, and they called it a strike. I knew I could get hey dad the giggle if I said nipples. Just the word, just the word nipples is funny to me. I don't know why. I have hey, I'm very are, immature, I guess. If you are a business owner, may I have an opportunity for you. <laughs> what a segue. Base hit for Montenegro out in the right field. One run scores. Here comes another safe. Safe. I'm sure there will be a review. But as it stands right now, 7-4, to four, Southern Miss leading over LSU. It's pants optional at the Pete. Let's go. And have they overturned, they overturned the call in, uh, in Coral Gables? That's the right call. He beat it. Kevin Graham, known for being an absolute blazer, gets the infield <laughs> RBI single, and they Kemp start the game at comes 420. to the plate. Say what? They did start the game at 420. Yeah, well. They also time his 60, which is what they run in uh, in baseball with a sundial. It's okay. Yeah. It's not me going after the kid, I, by the I way. Just, just an observation. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, as I was saying, if you're a business page. owner, and one, you've got employees that you want to reward, or two, clients that you would perhaps like to entertain, you got an opportunity for you. Swing into sponsoring the Sanderson Farms Championship. It's coming up in September, a little fall golf in the state of Mississippi, September 26th through October 2nd. You can entertain your clients or prospects and reward your employees. Packages are available through the middle of this month, June 15th, to find out about all that's available, whether it is a skybox package, a trophy club package, or a, a custom package that is exactly what you need. You can uh, visit sponsorsfc.com and do that today. You've got until June 15th. That's when the packages run out. Also, if you're looking for a place to play baseball this summer or in the fall and you are in high school or middle school in the state of Mississippi, especially in North Mississippi, it's time to give Cotton States League a chance. Kemp Alderman 
Uh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's been a long time since he's hit one, and he just hit that one to Fort Lauderdale. Grand slam for Kemp Alderman. Almost got some breathing room. I, I was going to say something. I'm refraining from doing that. Could have left Diamond in at this point. No, okay. no that's, that, that's not what I was saying. Or not, not what I was going to say. Were you going to like use some strength reference or something? No. No, I was going... You know what? I'll say it. Uh, Ole Miss is off to the Super Regional in Hattiesburg. Jinx. Double jinx to end the show. Whoa. Kemp Alderman got his arms extended. LSU uh, Arizona Super Regional now. The the center fielder for Arizona took a couple of courtesy steps, but that's all it was. And then he just kind of turned and watched. Cotton States League Baseball, 14th year, July and fall leagues available for high school and junior high players. You can check out their website, cottonstatesleague.com. Again, cottonstatesleague.com. Great facilities, great players, great coaches. It's a great experience all the way around. If you don't know anything about Cotton States League, check out their website. Again, cottonstatesleague.com. Stretching in Hattiesburg, Golden Eagles leading at 7-4 to over the LSU Fighting Bengal Tigers. Got to kill the head. They're like zombies. Yeah, I mean, especially gotta, this week. Gotta, yeah, you got you to gotta make sure. Yeah, a little more baseball coming up tonight. Yeah. Super regionals are not set. Ole Miss, by the way, now leading 10-5. I don't know if they actually gave you the score there a second ago. And ball landed in Lane Kiffin's backyard in Boca. Hello. Uh, Florida and Oklahoma still have not resumed. 2-1 to one, Florida leading over Oklahoma. Southern Miss up 7-4. to four. One-run game in Corvallis. That's a good one. Oregon State 6, Vanderbilt 5, Ole Miss up 10-5. North Carolina leading VCU 5-1. Arkansas, Oklahoma State about to get started. Same thing for Maryland and UConn. And then a nightcap out on the West Coast, Texas State and Stanford. We think we know who all 16 Super Regional teams will be. We'll talk about that plenty tomorrow and a whole lot more with you. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.